welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Thank you for joining us once again as we ponder that age-old question, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? <laughs> I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. I'm John. I'm Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't find any of these movies on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give these films a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is Elaine's pick. 2006, Superman Returns. What? Woo! I didn't know he left. I didn't. I legitimately didn't. (laughs) Well, nobody did until you saw the movie. I I don't think I saw the one before this. I think, I'm pretty sure I made you watch. This is Superman supposed two. to be a, a sequel to Superman two. Yeah. So one, two, and then it's supposed to skip three and four, and go right to this. Why would you skip three? Three was good. Uh, which one was three? With Richard Pryor. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one wasn't bad. Well, Superman fights himself at the end. Yeah. Superman four was even cooler because it had that one buff dude who had uh, Gene Hackman's voice. No. It was just weird. Nuclear Man. Yeah. No, that was not cool. And John Cryer. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Which is weird because I just listened to a podcast with John Cryer talking about being in Superman 4. I just listened to John Cryer do a battle rap against Molly Ringwald. I saw that, too. That was awesome. It was. But anyways, (laughs) we digress. (laughs) But we're off topic already, so. I'm going to have a hard time keeping this uh, wagon train on the tracks. (laughs) All right, so. uh, Did you hear him talk about Gotham? So, I wrote it down. (laughs) All right, so uh, this got a 6.1 out of 10 audience score and a 72 Metacritic score on the old IMDb's. It got a 75% Tomometer score and a 61% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. So, you're like, sure, everyone loves this. (laughs) It had a $209 million budget and it made $191 million. See, that's world. Why? I checked another source and it was three hundred and ninety million worldwide. All right. Well, technically, that's... it was like eight hundred million dollars because I tried to make this movie like fifteen times. Yeah. <laughs> but, the budget. You're but talking about that's, that's, that's what it Tim, said. Tim, Tim Burton said on IMDb. I, think, I don't think that's right. Tim Burton. It got doesn't paid matter. That's what I went by. Oh, well, I went by Brian Singer. He said it made four hundred million dollars, a little bit less, but it still wow. it was considered a loss because even just box office was only one hundred twenty-five million dollar. Yeah. Profit. I mean, I'm marks. sure it's been. But then you enter in like your marketing things like that, and it's probably lost money. Money. I go by what IMDb says. Oh, okay. So that's the metric we use, and it doesn't matter if that metric is correct or not because that's what I use. Well, okay then. Who was in this? Um, all kinds of people. Uh, so this stars Brandon Broth as Superman, who we all know from, of course, Legends of Tomorrow. Right. As Ray Palmer, the Adam. Mm-hmm. And King Arthur. <laughs> no, he's not King Arthur. So when was he King I just Arthur? keep thinking he is. <laughs> he would make an excellent King Arthur. I keep thinking he's, what's his name from that King Arthur Clive movie? Owen? No. Remember that the New- King Arthur movie you made us watch? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that was Clive Owen. Owen. That wasn't Clive Owen. Clive Owen was King Arthur. You mean Arthur. Lancelot? No, Lancelot. That's oh, what, yeah. That's who I kept getting mixed with, remember? E- oh. Owen Griffith. 
Oh, Jesus The guy Christ. who was in Ma Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. Yes. No, that's not him. No, this, I know, but I can This is Brandon <laughs> Roth. He's much better. I'm doing a callback. <laughs> you he's messed doing, it up. He's doing a thing, Elaine. Stop. Kate Bosworth as Lois Lane. Who we all know from Blue Crush. Blue Crush. No, I was going to say Beyond the Sea where she played... Um, Kevin Spacey's love interest. I don't remember Yikes. that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember that movie. It's actually fairly enjoyable, but I don't remember that. Well, I also we'll remember her to, from the uh, movie Twenty One, also co-starring Kevin I Spacey. I feel like Kate say, Bosworth. We'll get to uh, Kevin Spacey and um, Brian Singer's interests. Can, I just want to say a thing about Kate Bosworth. I feel like she's a pretty good actress, but she's not been in very many good movies. Nah, she can't I seem to. I don't know what's up there, but she's definitely my favorite Lois Lane ever. Ooh, favorite tertiary Lois. Okay, sounds See, like we're going to come back to that. <laughs> I asked Elaine what the extra thing was going to be, and I think we got it. Favorite Lo Lois Lane. I thought it was always tertiary object. No, well, you have to have an object, and now there's a, lately there's, oh, been now there's another, another one. Thing. So now I it's told John we don't Lane. have to do another thing. Oh, I'm going to give my favorite there's Lois too many Lane. Things. I know mine. Well, I like Kate Bosworth. I think she was an excellent Lois. Carly's gonna have to go with Kate Bosworth because that's her only one she knows. No, it's not. She's the only seen one other movies. Oh, no, you saw the new wait, one. Wait, I've made Tony her watch and I talked about this. She's seen Amy Adams do the shittiest Lois ever <laughs> recorded on film. I have, I have feelings about Kate's Bo Kate Bosworth as Lois, but that doesn't mean I give a shit about Lois. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I honestly don't know much about the character. Tony told me a little bit about her in the comics. I don't know a huge amount about the character. Like in my head, I have a picture of Lois, but I don't. I don't like. What? Terry Hatcher was a pretty decent Lois. All right, too. We'll, we'll do the list later. But anyway, <laughs> but I was like, I'm gonna say stuff about how I feel about her being Lois, and people are gonna think I give a shit about Lois. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, who else is in this, dear? Uh, Kevin Spacey does a excellent job as Lex Luthor. Who we know from a whole bunch of stuff. Most famously then, recently, House of Cards. <laughs> yeah. also, and then also notably, really as Richard White, we get uh, James Marsden returning to the podcast. Well, Welcome back, James. Welcome back. <laughs> it's been so applause. long since we've seen you. Oh, that 27 Jets episode, that was something special. And then and uh, I kept calling him Benny in the Jets. In this special <laughs> mention out to, the, out to Parker Posey, who plays uh, Kevin Spacey's uh, lady, lady, Kitty. <laughs> uh, no, special shout-out goes to Marlon Brando, who plays Jarrell. <laughs> I don't... He, he didn't play um, Jor-El. He had they been dead just, for many, many years when he when he starred in this movie. He didn't star <laughs> in the movie. It he They featured him in voiceover. He didn't really star in this movie. He gets a star in my book. Okay, well, and good for Son of Jor-El, near before Zod. All right, well, some other interesting <laughs> factoids. Uh, this was directed by Brian Singer, who is responsible for all of the X-Men movies except for X-Men 3, which is not... I find watchable, but is pretty well known now, as trash. Now, did he do all the new X-Men movies as well? He did Days of Future Past and X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah, he I don't think do I bragged about that last time. He, he didn't do, do First Class and, um, wasn't there another one? I don't know. Well, the Wolverine watch movies, if you count those. He didn't do any of the Wolverine, but he did. hurt me to watch them now. <laughs> <laughs> Some of those are really good, like X-Men 2. X-Men 2 is good, the, yeah. which this these guys wrote X-Men 2. Yes. The same um, Michael Doherty and Dan Harris wrote all of the X-Men movies that Brian Singer directed. Also, Brian Singer was directed The Usual Suspects. Yeah. Also I'd also like to say that this movie got an Oscar nomination for, for Best Visual Effects. Right. And it won five Saturn Awards. Five? 
For which what? is a science fiction fantasy horror award yeah. show for best fantasy film, best actor, best director. Who got best, best actor? Was that um, Brandon Roth? Yes. Okay. Best actor, best director, best writing, and best music. Best music. It is pretty banging music. I mean, it's not Wonder Woman, but what is? That reminds me. We that's like one of the we best watch songs ever. Everything so with the subtitles. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the subtitles went a little bananas for the soundtrack of this movie. <laughs> it was like heroic music crescendos. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fading out all the music okay. cues. Yeah, going well, crazy with before you watched this movie today, Carly, what'd you think? What'd you think I thought, I think I've seen that. Okay. <laughs> but I and honestly, I can't remember when I saw it or who I saw it with, or I know that somebody must have made me watch it. Because <laughs> you, you had seen it previously. Because I was like ninety percent sure I had seen it. Well you I think I might have seen this movie in IMAX. <laughs> Interesting. Did you see it in IMAX 3D? No, because there was some 3D, 3D scenes at there was five IMAX 3D back then. There was five. Oh, wasn't that long ago? <laughs> <clears throat> there were five uh, scenes to account for 20 minutes of extra footage, or 20 minutes of footage that were in 3D for the IMAX release. I bet you. The, I might have seen it. One of them was the flashback. So, I, I was gonna say, I bet you the one is when he's flying through the city and he shoots the glass and stuff because that was pretty cool. I was, I didn't really look that carefully, plane. but one is the flashback of him as a child. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, when he was jumping, jumping into, into mm-hmm. learning to fly, John. Yeah, I thought this movie was. Uh, I've seen it a bunch <laughs> since two thousand six. I remember buying this movie twice because we had bought it and there was something wrong with it. And we had to get it again. <laughs> hmm. I don't that, remember that. Yeah. I do not recall this. Yeah, you do. I know. You really don't? <laughs> don't recall this. No, we bought this on DVD, and there was something wrong, and then we had to buy it again because I couldn't find the fucking receipt, and you really wanted this movie, so. Yeah, I like <laughs> it, this movie. Mm-hmm. Or I, I did before I, I watched like it. it. Let's find out. Twice, <laughs> so that, that's honestly what I thought about, was I had to buy this fucking movie Could twice. Could be a Jason <laughs> X situation. I would make fun, but I bought Monster Squad twice. So. <laughs> but was it within, like, a week? <laughs> Uh, no. It was within a year, though. Because <laughs> I lost the first one I had, so I bought two more. Two more? Two more? Well, I, one to have to watch, and the other one to and put one to somewhere. keep in mint condition. Yeah. Because yeah. it might be worth something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tony, going in this uh, time. What did you think going in? I'm trying to remember. This was a while ago. Um, I remember being excited to see it, and then I remember seeing it, and then I was like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> but uh, I don't remember what my, what I thought about coming out. It was a long time ago for me. But what did you think when Elaine said, we're going to watch this movie? I was like, all right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have uh, sure. <clears throat> I have two reviews. Oh, Ben gave me a review too, but we'll mm. do that at the end. Oh, sweet. But Superman's his favorite character, so well, like, I got to get a review from We ben. should well, do it before we forget, though, because I know us. We forget things. <laughs> all right, well, I'll do my two reviews while you pull up Ben's review. Then we'll do Ben's review, and then we'll get started on the movie. Okay. So I for, hope it's not dog trash. For my positive review... I'm just going to read the this um, Richard Corliss from Time Magazine rated this movie on the um, Metacrit- on the 1 to 100 rating that they have on IMDb as 100. Wow. <laughs> and he wrote a long-ass review, but all I'm going to read is the sentence that they use as the little, little blurb. The little blurb. The best Hollywood movies always know how to sneak a beguiling subtext into a crowd-pleasing story. Superman Returns is in that grand tradition. That is why it's beyond super. It's superb. Yada, yada, yada. He loved it. Okay. In contrast, (laughs) 
Chris gave it a one star out of ten and says, if it, were, if it wasn't for the boogeyman, this would be the worst film I'd ever seen. <laughs> maybe, cool I've never seen Hobo with a Shotgun. Maybe it's tied with the boogeyman. Awful. Truly awful. I had low expectations, and it failed to meet them. <laughs> Honestly, I can't think of one good thing. So here are the worst things. One, the acting. Two, the plot. Three, the CGI. Xbox 360 has better graphics. Seriously. All right, you can't. That's four, a low blow. It was 2006. Four, the plot. <laughs> five, the dialogue. And, fi- and finally, the plot again. I was going to say, didn't we already say plot? He said it three times. Yeah. Three out of the six was the plot. Well, this... I also think it's funny because number three is the CGI, but it won, but it was nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> well, this is 2006. He's not playing fair. When was that written? Say. He did not. Xbox 360 has better graphics, which means this is after Xbox 360 came out, so it's many years later. This, guy this guy's not playing fair. This wrote this review on July 15th, 2006. Damn. So, so he saw it. Already well, that was Xbox One that came out after. He saw it. Yeah, the numbering on the Xbox system is pretty fucked up. And <laughs> thought it was such trash. It went with he immediately went two, out there. Two, one. What? Huh? <laughs> All right. PlayStation well, got their shit together. One, two, three, four. Ludicrous. <laughs> All right. So give us one that is more. Ben says, "Hi, Ben. <laughs> Superman Returns. Well, they took a shot, but they missed. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate them them retconning Superman three and four. And I appreciate that they used John Williams' original score, but Brandon Ruth really didn't inspire me like Christopher Reeves uh, did. I felt that he and Kate Bosworth really didn't have much chemistry, yeah, but uh, Kevin Spacey made made a, a good uh, Lex Luthor. Uh, his plan was dumb, and the real estate <laughs> real estate plot was tired. They yeah. could have come up with a better plan that required Superman to go to return to Earth, um, or plan that was upset by his sudden return. You know, something around that, like that. That's all he said. That's a good review. He's incorrect, but it's all right. <laughs> well. Yeah. All right. Did you know this movie had a sequel plan, greenlit and everything? No, it did not. And it was going to be called Superman, Man of Steel. <laughs> really love that title. They recycled it. All right. I like that movie, too. Man of Steel? Yeah. It's like fantastic. It. Is it underappreciated? I think so. You people hate on it, but I think it's wonderful. Really? Yes. I don't know which one. I know people hate on it, but that's not... <laughs> that's internet hate. That doesn't count. I mean, like, is it... Is it scored lowly? Like, real low? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. If only it's, you it's had got, a, It made money, though. It made a lot of money. But, like, in my personal rankings of DC, I rank that movie above Wonder Woman. Wow. I'd have to watch them both again. I think we should. Don't think Wonder. I think Wonder Woman was way overrated. I think it was overrated, but I don't. Know. I do think it was overrated as well. I think. I think it was Captain America, uh, the first Captain America, just with a girl. I loved. <laughs> and World War One. I. I I loved, Bearded Man of Steel. I thought it was great. Fifty-five percent Rotten Tomatoes, fifty-five percent Metacritic, seven point one. Some people didn't really like it. Yeah. So I think I think it. And qualifies. I love Justice League. If somebody wants to do that as their movie. <laughs> If only someone can do an budget, action movie next. Budget two twenty five. Box office. Are we doing Superman themes? <laughs> <laughs> it's Superman month. Well, if I can find All a right. Superman horror movie, I thought maybe it was Superman uh, five. I thought it was James Marsden month or four. I mean, Quest for Peace. Yeah, four. they were Whichever they were continuing with Marsden. We knew that. Right. But you, actually, we yeah, don't know about happened. what Johnson. He's been in a horror movie. Um, just twenty seven dresses, I think. <laughs> 
he started singing Benny and the Jets, I got scared. <laughs> I was okay. more scared than when Patrick Stewart was a Nazi. All right. How many minutes are we in? We haven't even started the movie. Uh, oh, 16. 16. All right. So uh, the movie opens with a written prologue. That's Formed by? No one, because it's a written prologue <laughs> that says, On the doomed planet Krypton, a wise scientist placed his infant son into a spacecraft and launched him to Earth. Raised by a kind farmer and his wife, the boy grew up to become our greatest protector, Superman. But when astronomers... Astronomers? Apparently so. Discovered the distant remains of his homeworld, Superman disappeared. So then we get a voiceover. And who performed by? By Marlon Brando. The great. In his character of Jor-El. My son... This is all sound <laughs> bites from the original Christopher Reeves movies. And knowing what I do about Marlon Brando, he probably didn't memorize this at all. He read it. Yeah. But he's telling <laughs> us. Hand it to him, read this. And he was like, okay. Gives us a monologue about, uh, um, we see the polar ice caps and we pan out into space. And then we see the destru- destruction of Krypton as we get this voiceover by Jor-El. Okay. And then we get credits. And music, the the John Williams Superman score, which is fantastic. And the credits are all done in that 70s, 80s. Yeah, they're fantastic. It immediately made me think of being a little kid again. Yeah, me too. I love it. I suddenly wanted some Count Chocula. Do we have any? No, it's not Halloween. They make that year round, don't they? Yes. Yes, but so. it's hard to find unless it's Halloween. They only make booberry during Halloween. <laughs> booberry. I love booberry. I always stock up. I'll buy like four boxes. I don't boxes. think I've ever had booberry. Oh, it's well, the best. Come it's over way next better Halloween, than we'll Frankenberry. I like Count Chocula and uh, Yummy Mummy. Yummy Mummy. Last year they had brute fruit at the... Brute or fruit? Or fruit brute. The fruit, fruit, fruit brute. brute. Yeah, it's like uh, Franken... Uh, it's like um, Bigfoot. Nah. I've never seen that one. I feel like you haven't been playing D anD D with us long enough because we've had. I feel like that you, you were complaining about us not throwing the movie. You talking so about the again? We hear a woman telling someone that they, you know, that she always saw the best in them and that they deserved a second chance. And we pant and we're in a mansion and we see all these people standing outside the door. And as the woman is talking to some man who she obviously loves, we see a decrepit old woman in bed mm-hmm. holding the hand of a man. And he's trying to get her to sign some papers. And, oh no, it's Lex Luthor. In a wig. Well, we don't know that yet. And she she dies before she's finished signing. And Lex kind of finishes it off. And uh, you can hear the, her like people knocking on the door. Like, let us in, let us in. He and doesn't then, and then he slides her ring off. Yeah. As he's leaving. And then uh, he opens the door. And he comes out. And he takes his toupee off and throws it at a kid who no, screams. he says it's done. The house is mine. You can keep this and throws the toupee at him. He takes his toupee off and mm-hmm. throws it at the kid and says, you can keep that. The rest is mine. Mm-hmm. And then he collects Kitty, the maid, and leaves. <laughs> We're done. We're done here. <laughs> she just drops <laughs> the feather, feather duster on the ground. And uh, obviously he married... Kind of old lady out all her money. Mm-hmm. Hate when that happens. She had a lot of money. She did. She had a cool house and a sweet ass boat. The Gertrude. The Gertrude. And then uh, we flash to our next scene and we get to uh, Martha Kent doing the dishes. 
Well, like you do. Dishes aren't going to do themselves. She obviously, she had some people over. They left. She's doing the dishes. She's listening to the radio. And then we get some, all of a sudden we get some static. And then we get, we hear like a rumbly noise. And there's a big old earthquake. And then we get a big flash of light. And we see a meteor crash in the fields. And uh, she drives out there, sees what it is. And it's a crystal spaceship. And she's looking around. She's climbing up the dirt that's on fire to look inside. And all of a sudden, someone touches her on the back. and scares the crap out of her. <gasps> and it's Clark. <laughs> I love how when Elaine does a review, it's Mr. Science Theater. Radio playing. I have a question. And then the door closed. And it's Clark. And then he passes out. <laughs> and he ran away. And how does she get him in bed? That was my question, up. too. <laughs> that's a good question, but that's not the question I have. Uh-huh. Uh, Okay, you said at the end of the Superman movie before this, uh-huh. he didn't leave. We no. didn't know he no. left. Okay. No. Do you think no. he left in that spaceship? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't think he I held his like, breath for five years. Where did that spaceship He is from. Superman. I don't think he breathes, actually. Okay. Well, he does in the comics. Hmm. You don't no. think he breathes? No. I think he breathes. <laughs> no. I don't think he breathes. <laughs> He's got really, lungs. He spends a lot of time in space with someone who doesn't breathe. Does yeah. he just have a spaceship? Maybe he can just really hold his breath. <laughs> I mean, he, gri- he made it. Fortress. He made it. Okay, okay oh, so he has. You the saw fortress the fortress of solitude. Yes. He's got the fortress of solitude, which is all grown out of crystals, and the crystals carry have, are a record of all of the technology of all of the entire civilization of Krypton. Mm-hmm. So if they had spaceships, which they did, you think that he would be able to make a spaceship? And there you go. Okay. It's probably a spaceship he arrived in. Did it get destroyed when he landed? No. No. It's made of Krypton. He said he buried it. So. It's made of Krypton. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. See, there's vibranium and adamantium and Krypton. <laughs> just under... It's just, well, it's just under unobtainium. Oh, that's way above. <laughs> it's unobtainium, which actually gets stronger the more pressure. You're, you're mixing And then there's jugger- your... not, juggernautium that goes with unobtainium. He's just being silly. You're mixing your comics. That's that's not okay. All right, let's get to the core of what we're doing here. All right, so we're on a fancy yacht, the Gertrude, and it's stormy out, and we get, we see uh, Kitty and Lex hanging out, and she's complaining about how creepy his friends are, and he's like, well, you know, you don't really meet quality people in prison, which is a good point. Mm-hmm. Real slime balls, not class acts that we have in this place. And. Uh, he starts telling her the uh, story of Prometheus. You know what I think a st- better story would have been? If he would have told her the story of Harley Davidson and the Marvel Man. <laughs> oh, goodness <laughs> gracious. How would that have related to uh, his real estate plan? It's just a really good story. Because <laughs> he's like Harley and Marlboro. He'll go to any lengths to keep real estate, too. <laughs> That's right. Same movie. Interesting. <laughs> See, they're intersecting. Good job, Tony. I tried. Good job. I tried. And later on, someone starts spending a fortune. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Good Good job on connecting those dots, Tony. No one else could have done it but you. Well. So he tells... Best line man in the business. He tells the story of Prometheus and how Prometheus gave fire to humans and was punished for it in that fire is knowledge. Mm-hmm. And she asks if they are stealing fire in the Arctic. And he says, kind of. And then she asks him if he wants to be a god. And Lex says, gods are selfish beings who fly around in little red capes and don't share their power with mankind. It's a good line. It is a good line. It's on my short list. 
Kevin Spacey has a really good line delivery in this movie. Well, he's Kevin Spacey. Yeah. He's... And then he says, I don't want to be a god. I just want to bring fire to the people. And I want my cup. He had a little dramatic pause there, which is always nice. And, uh, and. oh my god. Then they arrive in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. And they go across the ice. And it's the Fortress of Solitude. Well, he had found dun, earlier dun, with Miss Tessmacher. Miss <laughs> Tessmacher? Miss yeah. Tessmacher. And Lex explains to his group of hench people that it is Superman's summer house. Well, that's what Kitty calls it. And uh, what it is. And he walks to the edge of the ledge and activates. When he stands there, it brings up all the crystals. Mm-hmm. And that's not how it worked in the other Superman movies, but, you know. Well, I was curious about, can anybody just walk into the Fortress of Solitude? <laughs> Apparently he leaves the door open. <laughs> It didn't look like it actually had a door, so I would assume <laughs> in yes. In all the cartoons I've ever seen with him, you cannot get no. in the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> yeah, you it's have just to fly more, in. It'd just be more shit that they'd have to... It's I mean, just... it's, it's in the Arctic. It's probably not somewhere people go to hang out much, and I don't think he's got a lot of cool shit for you to steal. Mm-hmm. Except for some crystals. Uh, and which... a whole lot of knowledge. That's true. I don't know. Somewhere on there, he built a spaceship, so he's probably got a spaceport. No, in I the think cartoons, he had he's got a lot of shit in there. <laughs> Well, cartoon is different. Cartoon, he has well, a key it, that weighs as much as 17 suns or something. And in Superman 2, he had a bed where he um, hopped on the good true. foot and did the bad thing with Lois. Yeah, that's true. Or poor Jason was conceived. Yep. Yep. Um, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we will. But he walks to the edge and he activates the... Super com- spur. ...computer crystal. <laughs> and he chooses... And it's weird because... So, John read in the trivia that this was actually supposed to be a different movie. Mm-hmm. And that they were going to use, and that the bad guy was not going to be Lex Luthor; it was going to be General Zod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that Brian Singer wanted Jude Law, and mm-hmm. when Jude Law wouldn't do it, he changed the whole movie mm-hmm. because he didn't want to cast anybody right. else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so certain parts of this movie makes don't make sense, or not that they don't make sense, but some of it's a little weird. And I think it's because it started out as a different movie. I think this movie but, was like eighteen movies at one point. But part of the thing that I thought was weird is Lex seems to know all about what crystals are and how to operate everything. But at the same time, he's surprised when he starts the recording of Jor-El talking to his son because he's like, he thinks I'm his son. Like, <laughs> Well, he did this in the second one. That's what was, he did all this before. Where they have that weird guy, if I was a tree. Yeah. So it's a little strange that it's, a continuation of the same characters, but some of the, like, I don't yeah. know. We'll so get to that. Slightly <laughs> disjointed, but... We'll be, we're going real slow this week. Yeah. <laughs> it's but, a long movie. So Jorel asks him what he wants to know, and he says, tell me everything starting with crystals. And apparently they're there for six years while Lex Luthor learns all about crystals and technology because... I used to know. No. They're I think not there for six years. I'm trying I to know, but if he's Superman trying to, if he wants to know everything, <laughs> it takes, he learns everything in like two days. Yeah. Well, he's Lex Luthor. Yeah. Which is who's suspicious. the You know, who's really the basis of the original Superman. Now, Tony, you probably know this, but the other, you may not. Mm-hmm. The original Superman, written by the same Joel, what's his name? Siegel. Mm-hmm. Was the reign of the Superman, and the Superman was just a super genius. He was, an, he was a bad guy who was a super genius who looked a lot like Lex Luthor. So Superman was really Lex Luthor. That's a fucking, it's, it's a mind fuck, really. Well, this Superman uh, wakes up in bed. And uh, it's like just beginning to be dawn. And he wakes up. How did he get in bed? Did Martha Kent carry him? 
Sure. Is she super mom? <laughs> um, well, he weighs, they know how much he weighs. In Superman 1, I think it was, Lois Lane asked, and he said two, 225, which told me he weighs 2,250 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, M- Mama Kent, she works out. <laughs> right. She got that mommy adrenaline. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it could he, mean 220 He goes pounds, outside so and, lean, and leans on a fence and flashes back to himself as a kid. He's obviously, he looks like he's maybe like 12, maybe 10. And he's figuring out what his powers are, and he starts off and he's jumping, which is pretty cool because that would pretty much be how it would work. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he go he actually falls through the ceiling of a barn, and then he figures out he can fly, which doesn't make any sense at all how that power works. <laughs> that's the old fuck you but physics one. <laughs> that's just that's not a problem with this movie. That's just a problem with the lore of Superman. Is it just doesn't make any fucking sense that he hovers there like a fucking. Um, like a bird? Like a hoverboard. <laughs> Birds hover. Mm. Yep. And then uh, he fl- and then he comes back to himself, and his dog comes up and wants to play ball, and he takes his ball, the ball out said, of the dog's Don't mouth. Don't be mean to the dog. Don't be mean to the dog. he throws the baseball to Africa. <laughs> like, he knows how hard he can throw. This was a dick move. He's I'm like, so oh, look, disappointed. you want to play fetch? Let me launch this thing to fucking Timbuktu. All right, so then he goes in the house, and he's watching the news, and it's all really pretty bad. And Mom comes down, and she says that it's been five years, and she almost gave up hope and wants to know if he found what he was looking for. And he said that it was just a graveyard, and he's all that's left. Mm-hmm. So very sad. Mm-hmm. Except then, for his cousin, who's floating around somewhere. Then six years pass while Lex Luthor is learning all the knowledge of <laughs> Krypton, and Clark finally goes back to the big city. Um... Six years doesn't pass. That's just me. Six days. We'll say six days. days. (laughs) He's Lex fucking Luther. Clark arrives at the Daily Planet and literally runs right into Jimmy Olsen. And uh, Jimmy is super excited to see him and is like, wait right here. I got something for you and brings him a cake that Jimmy had baked himself. And someone had taken a slice out of. Big slice. Says, welcome home, Lark. Because somebody had eaten the sea. Is this a character that was and in the previous movies? Yeah, Jimmy yes. Olsen's kind of a big time yeah. character. He's a very famous character. Yeah, he has his own comic, as a matter of fact, called yeah. Superman's Pal Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> 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 and that's not even a joke. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's in um the new Superman. Mm-hmm. He plays a CIA agent who gets killed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not. Good. We'll get over. We'll get um, to that. <laughs> and then. Here, Perry White comes over, and Clark thanks him for giving him his job job back. And Perry says, don't thank me. Thank Noel Palmer for dying. <clears throat> and uh, then uh, we see on the TV there's a live report of this uh, shuttle flight thing happening where... With the Femme Nikita? Yeah. This <laughs> joint venture between... <laughs> I don't know, commercial airlines in NASA. NASA. We were watching and I said to Klaus, I forgot Peter Wilson existed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch the Femme Nikita? I watched a little bit of it. I tried first. to, just never could get into yeah. it. I'm like, I don't care. She has a weird voice. Yeah. He sees Lois on the TV and is mesmerized by his love for her. And then She's he, a bit of all right. He looks around the office and sees her desk and sees the invitation for her Pulitzer Prize winning what story. Is, no, like well, a, the to event, the event. To when the she's event. going to win. And then he looks down and he sees 
that the article she won for was called Why the World Doesn't Need Superman. And that's got to feel like a kick in the old mm. uh, and grapefruits. his face instantly is like, well, that's not cool. And then he sees a photo of her with a little kid and a dude. He's like, he, that's definitely not cool. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, that's, is she with James Martin? The Benny and the Jets guy? Really? That hasn't happened yet. And then we... You want the Cyclops? He only has one of my powers. <laughs> <laughs> she really downgraded. And uh, Jimmy tells, uh, uh, tells Clark that that is Lois's son. And that that is her... He asks if that's her husband. And he says, no. It's more like a long-term engagement. But don't ask Lois. And... Um, so Superman is really upset. And uh, Jimmy says, we should go get a drink. Then we flash to Lex. And Lex has returned to the mansion, which apparently has been abandoned and locked up this whole time. So he really did. Somebody kicked all those people out. Who was it? Who knows? And those people left the fucking dogs there. Yes, they yes. left the woman's Pomeranians. And one of them, we get, this, we get a fun little shot <laughs> where the one Pomeranian has apparently eaten the other Pomeranian. And, um, which is, I don't know why you would include that in the movie. Because uh, it's, it's not really funny. It's kind of like, whoa. It's just, whoa. And, uh, so as they're walking through the house, Lex is explaining the Krypto- the Kryptonian technology. And they go down into the basement and we see the world's most awesome train set. <laughs> it is the most awesome display of trains this podcast has seen since um, ever Little Nemo's Adventures in <laughs> Slumberland. I, I forgot, forgot that movie existed. <laughs> <laughs> blows, uh, and, it blows Beetlejuice out the fucking wall. And I was gonna say, <laughs> and it's the coolest one since I've seen in a movie since Beetlejuice. It doesn't have a a ghost haunting it, but it's no, pretty awesome. But it, theirs don't have a tree. It doesn't have a little guy kicks over a tree and says, "Nice fucking model." <laughs> and um, so then we flash to Clark and Jimmy and they're getting a drink and Clark is really freaking out over Lois and this kid situation. Fun fact, the bartender played Jimmy Olsen. That is a fun fact. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I read um, that in the trivia. So Clark is really freaking out but Jimmy says that uh, he thinks that Lois is still in love with you know who. So And, and he, that's why she's not getting married. Yes. She's in love with Logan? No. Yeah, everybody loves Logan. I, I don't. Um, with Superman. Oh, Superman, yeah, him. And then we flash to the shuttle, and we see Lois trying to grill LaFemme Nikita, but LaFemme Nikita is like, fuck you, I'm LaFemme Nikita. I will own you, Lois. Superman like, does not All the me. questions you're asking me, we've already answered. Or they're in your packet. <laughs> and, um... If you would just read. And then we flash back to the basement, where uh, Lex's henchmen's Led by the infamous Cal Penn. Or as we like to call him, Kumar. Kumar. Does he say anything this whole movie? Yes. His only line is this. <laughs> and uh, he... Uh, I must have turned away for the one... I was like, is he just... He cuts... Is he mute? They tell him to be careful. <laughs> be careful. He's like, I am. And that's all he says. He takes... He cuts a tiny little sliver off of the crystal that Lex had with him that he had stolen from the Fortress now, of Solitude. Cal Pem is supposed to have a bigger... I got some trivia as well. I don't actually know okay. this. <laughs> He's supposed to have a bigger role in this movie where he was the person from the Daily Planet mm-hmm. who put out into the world that there are remnants of Krimton out there. Mm-hmm. Which is part oh, yeah. of supposed to be Lex Luthor's plan was to have this guy put it out there to get Superman to leave mm-hmm. Earth. 
which really I think would have added a layer other than yeah that would have been good yeah. I yeah. was very disappointed I'm disappointed with that character because he didn't do anything <laughs> no well it seemed like he did quite a bit we just didn't know what he was <laughs> but, doing and he was just like, he sitting was there quietly the working <laughs> with, with Lex with the character of Lex Luthor in the previous in the with the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor he has his lady friend that he carries Ms. around Kassmacher. and he also has his bumbling assistant Otis Otis and I expected that Cal and you want yeah. you want Kumar to be Otis yeah to be his to have more of a head henchman sort of a role and he doesn't and it's just disappointing what was John Cryer's name in Superman 4 oh I don't know it was, it was like Hackman's oh it was wow. Luther's like nephew nephew or something yeah Otis Light <laughs> half an Otis Oat he was Oat <laughs> yeah he was it was Nerdist the latest episode of Nerdist had John Cryer on talking about it so but, it's pretty fun but so they take the crystal and he accidentally he's gonna place it in the water in the train set because there is like a, a little lake and he drops it he's like oops and he tries to grab it and then realizes fuck it <laughs> and Lex do that anyway. and, and Kevin Spacey gives him this look like you're just a fuck up Mm-hmm. And it's so good because it's just there's some good facial acting in this movie. I always appreciate when they have expressive facial acting. <laughs> um, and uh, Kitty gives him, and nothing happens. So Kitty starts giving him shit. Wow, that's really something, Lex. And he's like, <laughs> "Give it a minute." Wow, that's really something, Lex. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, wait for it. There's all of a sudden it causes a EMP. How does that technology work? We'll never know. Because crystals, <laughs> fuck science. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and um, they say and at one point, someone Neil deGrasse Tyson was going, "What the fuck?" <laughs> they say that it took out all the, it took out everything on the East Coast. <laughs> so all cell phones, everything. GPS, they computers, said beepers, electricity. How old is this fucking movie? They said beepers. <laughs> East Coast, so it's crazy. So the power goes out, and then we see a light in the water, and the water's starting to like boil, and it causes a massive blackout, which affects mission control, and the then shuttle. the shuttle in the air. Like this is ground control, and the engine <laughs> fails, and they start to fall, and everybody's kind of freaking out. But all of a sudden the power comes back on and you see it, you see everything go out and then everything kind of come back on. So it was only out for like, I don't know, two minutes, mm-hmm. but still enough to be scared to death. And uh, Kitty asks, is that it? And Lex says, I don't think so. And then there's an earthquake and the town gets destroyed. Poor Thomas, the tank, the tank engine um, mm-hmm. falls off the track. And the foundation of the house, not in the fake train set, but, like, the actual mansion starts to crack. That's not good. And some Mm. pretty serious stuff is going down. We flash to Mission Control, which is trying to cancel the launch, but they can't shut it down. And so they're trying to, they're like, we're fine, the engines come back on, we're just going to release the shuttle and everything will be all right. But then, oh no, the couplings have jammed, so they can't. So what it is is this airplane has flown up into the upper atmosphere and they have a shuttle attached to their back. Yeah, I honestly. And they're going to uncouple and then the shuttle will light its thrusters and be launched into space while the airplane comes back down. So that's what they think is 
it See, actually, I've seen this one. This is one where you, the coyote straps himself to an Acme <laughs> rocket. And, oh, that we, was something else. We got better rockets. <laughs> and, uh, but it doesn't separate. And... Uh, didn't work out with the coyote. <laughs> we we see that... Uh, perform our coyote thrust move. <laughs> and the thrusters, the first, there's two, it's going to be two sets of thrusters ignite. And the first one ignites. And this is where we find out that Lois is a dumbass and is not buckled in and flies all over... No, someone fell down and she unbuckled herself to help. And then... That's what Tony told me. Because I was like, why wasn't Lo- she buckled in? He's like, she was. She, she, she went she to help herself. somebody... And then she didn't get back in time. And then couldn't figure out the seatbelt. And then she gets bounced all over the plane as shit goes very fucked up. This is another one of those fuck you physics kind of moments because she'd have broke multiple bones and it'd be several internal organs. We flashed to... She might have just died. (laughs) We flashed to Clark and Jimmy and we see the news. She's a sturdy woman. And Clark (laughs) dips dips out when Jimmy's head is turned. And then the Superman theme kicks in, and we get the classic taking his tie off, pulling at his shirt, revealing that he wore his super suit underneath his clothes. Well, because you want to have your super suit when you need it, because nothing's worse than trying to find your super suit. When... Woman, where's my super suit? <laughs> Why do you need to know? <laughs> the public uh, is in danger. No, my not... evening is in danger. <laughs> no, no phone booths anymore. So. No, no phone booths, yeah. And uh, so... Shit's, shit's hit the, fi- the fan. It's gone awry. But uh, NORAD is tracking a bogey coming up fast from the north. And it's it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. And at one point, Lois looks out the window and sees Superman whoosh, right past flash. the window. Mm-hmm. No, he and doesn't swoosh. That's the flash that swooshes. And she has this look on her face like, did I just see that? And he uses his heat vision to detach the shuttle and then sends it up into space. But of course, while this is happening, the plane starts to go into a tailspin and fall back down to Earth. There's actually a second where they have come so high up that everything on the plane, uh, they lose gravity and everything goes weightless. Maybe that's because they're falling. You lose gravity when you fall like that. But there's a part where they go weightless for a second before they everything comes crashing down. At this point, Lois has hit seats and the ceiling and the floor and more seats and the ceiling and the floor and it probably has at least a broken hip and a broken arm <laughs> yeah the g-forces like, didn't kill them all yeah <laughs> yeah because they're plummeting to earth without any kind of protection yeah. Yeah. so but she doesn't even go to the doctor no superman <laughs> goes back for the plane he tries to stop the tailspin and ends up ripping one of the wings off well there's really not a whole lot you could do <laughs> yeah and i appreciate i appreciated this this scene because of course it was cool looking but, it, you know, sometimes in these superhero movies, they'll, like, just fly to the front of it and just kind of catch it. And you're like, yeah, you can't... I mean, I know it's superhero stuff. It's like, you can't do that at all. Like, that's a lot of force. It's a lot of mass, a lot of yeah. force. So it was kind of cool that he was slowing it down and then breaking the wings off. And Only Thor like would have been able to do it because Thor and is fucking badass. Even <laughs> when he does catch it and they land in the baseball field, you can see the it force crushes, of him yeah. crushing it and it crushes it like a can yeah. before it falls down. And... uh it's very dramatic, and he opens the door, and he he's doesn't like, "Open it as much as he rips it off." But yeah. sure, and there he is. Superman is back, and they're all shocked. And he kind of he looks right at Lois, and she and he, looks right at him, and he says, "How you doing?" <laughs> he says, "Are you okay?" Because if everyone might that... as well, because she swoons. <laughs> no, he says, "Are you okay?" And then he says, "Is everyone okay?" 
And then he says, I hope this experience hasn't you put hasn't put any of you offline. Statistically, it's still the safest way to travel, which makes me laugh. It's you also know. from the first one. Yeah. I know. It's a and call back only, to the first one. He also does this in the middle of a baseball field during a game so everybody cheers because Superman's back. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And then that he, and the game is over. And then he leaves. Because <laughs> there's a plane on in the a, fucking on a, way. On account of Superman. <laughs> on account of plane on in account fucking of plane. outfield. It, there's a plane delay. And, oh. Uh, good pun. I'll give it to Thank her. You. I'll give it to her. One XP. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and, that one's for DJ. And then uh, he leaves. And Lois kind of runs after him and gets in the doorway. And then she faints. Which... She wouldn't have been able to run in the door because, again, broken hip, I'm yes. sure. But then yes. she falls down. But and she faints and luckily dramatically she, falls she down the emergency slide. Yeah. Which Superman, yeah. I guess, helpfully... Well, when the plane um, crashed. When yeah, he but, opened the door... Yeah, but you have to out. pull a thing. It doesn't automatically come out. You well, have to pull a thing. the pilot must have done it. Duh. Deleted scene. The door but was ripped off. It was James Marsden. <laughs> but we go back to the James basement. James Marsden like, Benny! God, this it. is going to take forever. I'm I know. Really you need to hurry up. <laughs> so we go back to the basement, and a huge crystal has um, grown out of the ground. We'll call it New Krypton. So then it's the next day, and we're at the Daily Planet. Perry wants to know everything about Superman, and he wants only articles about Superman. Where has he been? Is he dating anybody new? Does Has he lost weight? Yada, yada, <laughs> yada, yada, yada. <laughs> is that a new suit? But... Lois wants doesn't want to write about Superman. She only wants to write about the EMP, and um, Perry tells her no. And Clark is eavesdropping on Lois, and her son comes because he's in. a creeper. Yeah, he's he is really creepy. Well, if you had superpowers, you'd be creepy too. I'd be a bad guy. I know you would. <laughs> because but you cannot be Superman and not be a bad guy. I'm gonna say well, that's that. Superman special. Yeah. I'm going to say that 99% of people, if they had superpowers, would be creepy about it. I'm just uh, saying. Uh, if you could look through walls, everybody would. If you could hear other people's conversations, everybody would. Let's well, just know, be real here. I'm pretty sure he doesn't pay taxes because what the fuck are you going to do? I'm sure he does <laughs> as Clark Kent. No. Clark Kent pays his taxes. Oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. But Superman doesn't pay his taxes. Why? Because what are you going to do about it? <laughs> but her son comes up and her son's kind of staring at him. And... Uh, they, uh, and this is, and then Lois comes up, and this is when Lois and Clark see each other for the first time. It's super awkward. Things have, but it's also super weird, because at this point, wouldn't Lois know that Clark is Superman? No. She's seen him up close in person. They because were. the end of Superman 2. He gives her the kiss of forgetting. Yep. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bill Cosby's her. I know, but they were boning. She should know. No, but but they've explained this super, at the end of Superman too. He gives her the kiss of forgetfulness, I know. which also, and when he's done kissing, is the red flashy thing that comes out of his eyes, mm-hmm. and she forgets. But still, or he lobotomizes her. Still, one of those. They two. were boning. She had his baby. You'd think she'd be able to tell. Well, hey. But um, then she's introduced. He, she introduces uh, Clark to Richard. He's an assistant editor, and. Uh, and he's a pilot too. Richard says he he's. Lies. He says he's heard so much about him. And uh, Clark is like, oh, yeah, really? And gets all excited because he thinks Lois has been talking about him. But it's really Jimmy who won't shut up about him. (laughs) And it's kind of funny. Then we flash back to the boat. The Gertrude. The Gertrude. And we got Kitty singing He's Got the Whole World in His Hand to the dog, which she's she's apparently adopted Triple H's vampire Pomeranian from (laughs) Blade 3. And, I'm, I'm um, glad she's worried about timing and she makes Pomeranian jokes. It was a good joke, though. 
I appreciate Vampire Pomeranians. I might do that as my next movie so I can continue to talk about cool Pomeranians. Oh. <laughs> and, um... Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know if we're ready for another vampire. You know what? I'm ready for that <laughs> movie because I want to talk about Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool because he's playing Deadpool in that movie and it'll be right Ryan, around the time. Ryan Reynolds plays Deadpool in every movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, they told him in this, but what am I supposed to be? He goes, be Deadpool. I know, but Ryan Reynolds just plays Deadpool. But that, in all you know, you need to do that because if you don't, I'm going to it'll be right around the time that Deadpool 2 comes out and I really want to do that movie. You can't do Deadpool 2. I can't on my birthday. You can't, or, well. <laughs> Maybe it'll be terrible. Maybe it'll be terrible. It won't be. You've only seen Deadpool th- one a hundred times, so it could be. It might not live up to the hype. It is one of my. Favorite not everything movies. is Guardians of the Galaxy two, or what? Thor Ragnarok. Not everything can live up to the hype. Or Black Panther. All right. Well, let's not list them all. <laughs> Those are movies that lived up to the hype. Um. <clears throat> and how about how is you know? As Kitty Avengers sees, is doing well, isn't it? So yeah. we see Lex Luthor reading about. Um, geology and a meteorite exhibit and then we go back to clark and he's making eyes at lois in the elevator and they're leaving work for the day (laughs) and they have a little conversation and he asks her out to dinner and she ignores it because she is freaking out about superman Mm -hmm. and she wants to know and she starts asking questions like how's somebody gonna leave and not tell somebody goodbye and be gone for forever and what am i supposed to do with this information and she's having a crisis and Clark tries to put it in perspective for her. Maybe he didn't know what to say. Maybe it was just really uncomfortable, and she's not buying it. But she so maybe you should shut up. <laughs> but uh, she gets in a cab and drives off, never even noticing that he invited her out to dinner. Because she's not a good person. Then uh, Superman decides to take a spin around the city, mm-hmm. flying all over the place, and turns into a creepy stalker. <laughs> well, he floats outside of her house and looks through the the walls. Yep, and he sees her super creepy and listens. He sees her kid playing creepy. piano and eavesdrop on Richard and Lois. And Richard wants to know about an article she wrote a long time ago, and called "The I Spent the Night with Superman." Mm-hmm. So did you? Um, and you know, <laughs> he wants to know if she's like that was a long time ago. And he wants to know if she loved him, and she waits way too long to say no. <laughs> way too long. And you gotta She's think... not a good person. I feel like the relationship that they have, it had... To, for them to think that this boy is his son, it had to have started shortly after. I think like Superman... right left. after. I feel like he would know. I feel like I'm pretty sure Richard knows that that's not his son. Yeah. I think he knows that Lois loves Superman. <laughs> I don't think Lois ever told Richard whose son that is. I think, or... I bet he knows. Well, he knows now, I'm sure. But, uh... Like, um, after she says floating. no... Superman apparently is terrible at reading people because after Lois lies and says she didn't love Superman, he takes off because he's sad because mm-hmm. Lois never loved him even though he loved her even though he couldn't say goodbye which you don't do to somebody you love judging you Superman and this makes me wonder the kiss of forgetfulness yeah sure mm-hmm. Cosby D- does she remember Stop calling it that she seems to remember that she had a relationship with him how much does she forget just when she figured out that he was um Clark Kent. Clark that's it that's the only thing she forgets that's it well, you I'm think sure he has to do that a lot because it's super obvious <laughs> Even the kid Even figures, the kid it, figures out. it out. <laughs> the kid starts to hyperventilate. He looks Even at the Richard of them. wondered. 
Yeah. Well, the kid figures out he's Superman like right away. He looks at a picture I'm, we're of not Superman. Yet. Looks at looks at Clark, and that's it. So. Then that's how people do that. So Superman <laughs> takes off, and he's sad, but he thinks about his dad. And we get some more Brando. Even though you were raised as a human being, you aren't one of them. They could be a great people, Kal-El. They mm-hmm. only lack the light to show them the way. How the hell for does he reason, know? this reason, above all, the capacity <laughs> for good, true. I have sent them you, my only son. Which also... This motherfucker never been to Earth. How the hell does he know? <laughs> which also, um, they use a very similar thing in um, Man of Steel. You want a nerd, you want a nerd thing? Yes. Yes. There, there is an issue of... There's a comic Batman Superman. Mm-hmm. Jor-El comes to Earth and checks it out and meets uh, Thomas Wayne. Nice. He says, tell me about Earth. And he tells him about Earth. And he goes, I'm going to send my son here, take care of him, and you can have tech, a little bit of tech. And he's like, okay. Son doesn't land where he's supposed to. He's raised by the Kents. He gets killed, but Wayne tech is spawned from Kryptonian technology. That's fucking I don't know if that's canon or anything. I don't know if that's real anymore, but it was an interesting story. And I was like, that's kind of neat. That's fucking All right. Well, Superman decides... Wow, we should look into that. Superman decides to be the light and goes on to be awesome. Then we get... Because he didn't land in Russia. I like the version where Superman lands in Russia. (laughs) Red Sun. Yep. They may be making a movie of that. Really? They were talking about it. Like a cartoon movie or like an actual movie? Like a movie movie. Oh, I'll watch that shit. Then Then we get some sort of robbery... And um, <laughs> she even brings sound effects. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> See, this the is police a are coming. It's a full experience when Elaine does a, does a audio play, man. She's gonna start doing whooshes and. So we get a robbery, and the bad guys um, are escaping. They're surrounded by cops outside the building, and they go to the roof and they pull out a giant fucking Gatling gun out of nowhere, and they start. Like, Firing on the fucking cops on the ground. The I don't care where you stand on gun control. No one should have that. Because <laughs> these guys are spending a fortune. How man. was this going to get them off that roof? I don't know. They were going to kill everybody until there was uh, no one left to stop this them. This was a very interesting plan, and I'm not sure how it was going to work out in the end. But the guys... How did the... you get the Gatling gun on the roof? I don't know. Did you bring it in the front door? <laughs> in a bunch of like violin cases? <laughs> We don't really Come know on, exactly. Come on, use your head. It was the base. <laughs> it's, it's not really clear exactly what they're robbing. Maybe it was an arms deal. <laughs> an arms maybe, deal. maybe. Maybe it was already there. Maybe, maybe they it was took Tony it. Stark. <laughs> maybe they took it from the guard station, and we get two. <laughs> it is Metropolis, <laughs> and Superman's gone. So Brainiac's breaking in every other week. <laughs> so no, Brainiac's in the sequel to this. But we're surrounded <laughs> by the police, and but there's two semi-competent security guards. That come out behind them and are going to shoot them, but oh no, they shoot like um, Harley Davidson, not like the Marlboro Man. So the guy turns the Gatling gun on them. And then you hear... And they're about to die, but oh no, the Man of Steel has formed a Kryptonian shield. shield. He's not human. Humanoid shield. A Kryptonian shield. And yes, all the yes. bullets just well, bounce out, mm-hmm. off him as he walks toward the Gatling gun. And then we get my, what I think might be John's favorite scene as the Gatling gun runs out of bullets and the guy pulls a handgun out of his pocket and shoots a bullet <laughs> right into Superman's eye. The only thing that would have made this my favorite scene is if right after that, where he shoots him and it bounces off, he would have went, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made this whole fucking scene. But he didn't. He stood there like, and he pissed himself because that's what I would do. Yeah. <laughs> but if he would have been like... You remember in uh, Avengers when Tony Stark's fighting the Hulk or whatever, and he's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> if you would have just gave him that whole, be like, blah, 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 shot him in the eye. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> that would have fucking made the scene. Or maybe an I surrender. But um, give a Jar Jar Binks. I give up. <laughs> so then um, we flash to Lex Luthor, and he's arrived at a museum. And the docent tells him the museum is going to close in ten minutes, and he's like, "I only need five. We only need five. And he's an accent. I don't know. And why. then at the same time, we see Kitty driving an out of control car. <laughs> and then this goes back and forth quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So we get Lex Luthor staring at a display. We get um, Kitty trying to break, trying to press on the brakes, and it's not she's happening. And she's the city, jumping things. And... I like Parker Posey. I think she's a good actress, oh. but her screaming is ridiculous. Oh, so your Parker Posey is going to be the link between your last movie and your new movie because Blade Three, she's in that as well. No, the Paul Moraning is the link. Yeah, but she's in that too, okay. and her but fangs are in her vagina. I have a question. <laughs> yes, they said he cut the brake line. Yeah. yeah. Why does she like? How did she maintain that speed if she's not pushing the accelerator? That's not the point. It bothered me. Stop it, Carly. It's also Lex Luthor. He could have a button to break, cut the brake line. I, at some I understand. Point. He could have done that, but he should have had another button that pushed the gas. Carly, <laughs> no, Carly. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, see, look now so, look what you did. <laughs> I'll tell you exactly how he did it. Okay. So. He cut the brake lines, mm-hmm. and then he used some sort of putty to temporarily patch the hole so that as she started to go, it would, she would have brakes only for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the patch, which was, very, which was soon dissolved by the brake oil, and the brake oil leaks out, <laughs> and then they called. don't work. That's brake not what fluid, that's brake fluid, rigs, that's, that's fine. Thin. But that doesn't explain Anorexic. why she continues to accelerate. Like, as she hit so many things and bounced off so many things, the car would have stopped. Because, <laughs> because, because it's a movie! Because, <laughs> because if he really cut the brake lines, she'd drive for about a couple blocks, probably hit somebody's stop, or probably just slowly stop, and that wouldn't be very exciting. I know. <laughs> but I was Out like... Out of control. Okay. He probably also tampered with the accelerator. We just didn't see it. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right, all right. So, right. Superman... Add an hour and about 30 minutes into the Superman movie. saves her. Yes. Um, I'll have a murmur. Then... Uh, and, when he, and when he picks the car up, it's it mirrors the first issue And as soon of Super, as he puts uh, it down, comic. oh, it's not accelerating yeah. anymore. It's actually <laughs> comics number one. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So he saves her... And then she's freaking out. She says he has ha- she has heart heart palpitations and she's got a murmur. And you think he would use his X-ray vision to say your heart is fine, but he doesn't. She climbs into his arms and says, "Take me to the hospital." And he's not going to do it. And then he sees all these people are watching and he's like, "Oh God damn it! Now I have to take this into the hospital." And as he takes her to the hospital, the museum power goes out and Lex loses uses his cool goggles to find the meteorite with kryptonite inside because it has a green halo which why does it have that who knows i guess it's radioactive fun fact is radiation green yes no but kryptonite's radioactive because again again in the comics he had a kryptonite ring because he thought he was cool ass whenever superman would come by he'd fuck with him until it gave him cancer and he lost his arm and then eventually died (laughs) that's what you get black luther well it's radioactive that um, they have a chemical composition on in front of that mineral, mm-hmm. and that actually exists. It's a white powder, but it doesn't have fluoride. The only difference. oh really yeah because this chemical composition is blah 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 with fluoride. So if you take this white powder and you add fluoride, you get kryptonite. Huh. Interesting. I'm sure there's a chemist somewhere who's tried it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, sure there's a green Jolly Ranch. I'm sure I think it's kryptonite. I'm sure there's a bunch of nerds that just have made their own little kryptonite, because um, they would. 
Well, um, I doubt it because kryptonite's but, radioactive and it would kill them. So <laughs> they steal the kryptonite and Superman brings Kitty to the hospital and she uh, hits on him a little bit because he's super dreamy. Why wouldn't you? He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, He's like no, I, I can literally have anyone on this planet. <laughs> but I literally only want one chick. Yes. I got, you know. I didn't shop around. Yes, but Lois Lane dumped him. <laughs> Did you ever hear this from the Sugar Hill Gang? The one guy, you know, he was, he can, um, he has, he's the guy with finesse and has his whole name across his chest. Mm-hmm. He's able to <laughs> rock all through the night, but he can't rock the parties of the morning light, you know? All right, so the so next day, <laughs> the next day at the Daily Planet, Superman's all over the news. He's been helping people in all over the place, even in Gotham. Oh. Boom. And uh, there's and Batman a... was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> he was brooding even more. If you can imagine. <laughs> so Perry Perry is holding a, a meeting of Jimmy and Lois and Clark, which seems like a strange meeting to have. But nonetheless, Lois doesn't want to cover man's cover Superman stories, but Perry is forcing her to and gives her um, blackout story to Clark Kent to cover. And Jimmy suggests using Lex Luthor as a story angle. What's he up to? And this is where Clark finds out that because he didn't show up for the trial, Lex Luthor got off, which is interesting. And I love the how Lex points it out later in the movie. And um, then out in the rest of the office, uh, Lois's kid is there again. And Lois is talking to Richard and the kid is staring at Clark and a picture of Superman on the TV and he notices that they look uh, like they're the same like, person. Yeah. First of all, that guy looks just like me. He might be my dad. Second, <laughs> that's the same fucking guy. <laughs> so, Jason uh, reminds me, sorry, Jason Lane is a pretty smart cookie. In uh, Lois and Clark, the TV series, there was, I forget the guy's name. He was like, how did no one figure, he was like, he was from the future, and he's like, how did no one figure this out? And he had a pair of glasses, he goes, I'm Clark Kent, takes him off, I'm Superman, puts him on, I'm Clark Kent, I'm Superman. <laughs> it was the guy who played Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, Bernie Lomax is also a smart cookie. All right, so then we flash to Kitty, who is pissed off at Lex and slaps him across the face. Was this slap warranted? He did cut the brake lines. She could have really died. Yes. <laughs> All right. Let the slide for murder or attempted like murder. I like how he said uh, he would have known that it wasn't real. I had to really cut it, and she just is like, oh. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think Kitty has... I don't support a lot of slaps, especially when it's this kind of, oh, she slaps him and he just takes it. She, he tried to kill her. He did. So I'm going to allow it. And, and She uh, even gets a free kick to the ding-ding. <laughs> <laughs> then we see Lex... Daniel Tallywhacker, if you will. We see Lex's henchmen are doing something with kryptonite. They're cutting it down. And uh, Lex sees this really terrible-looking jagged shard and admires it. Then yeah, we go back to <laughs> go back to the Daily Planet, and mm-hmm. Lois is trying to trace the blackout back to its origin point, and uh, Clark is kind of an address. <laughs> Clark is eavesdropping on Lois and Richard again because he's a creeper, and Richard <laughs> asks um, about Superman, and Lois lists a bunch of his stats, you know, all your basic um, height, weight. Um, Faster than powers, bulletproof, yeah. whatever. And Richard sees Clark across the room and says, uh, "How tall would you say uh, Clark is?" And she's like, six two, six four. How much do you think he weighs?" And then they kind of look at him, and um, then they both laugh it off. 
Because <laughs> well, he like trips or something. Yeah, he, he looks trips. around. He does something kind of. Well, he can hear him and he like yeah. He does something gooby. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so then Richard and Jason decide to go for food burritos. And that was a good pick. Like and, I was like, I want a burrito. And Lois is like, yeah, I can't deal with this stuff. So she dips out to the roof to have a stress cigarette. Smoking a pancake. And uh, Clark takes this opportunity to turn into Superman and have a little chit-chit with the ex. Chit-chit? Chit-chat. I like how he blows out the lighter so she can't smoke. (laughs) You know, this is one of those lighter. He's blowing hard enough to put out the lighter, but didn't bother her hair or anything, not in the face. She has no idea that wind is coming. Oh, so he can, he could really concentrate his wings. Yeah, he's, he's he's got some control over well, those powers. He knows how to blow. She's like super hostile, and he says that he knows people have a lot of questions. And she's like, "Oh, oh, you're here for an interview?" Because she thinks he's here to apologize, but he's here for an interview. So then she's like, "Well, let's have an interview." Where did you go? He can't, he can't stand a fly. And uh, he says he she wants to know where he went, and he's like, he went to Krypton. And then he asks her how she could write that article about him. And she's like, well, how could you leave us? <laughs> and uh, us, I mean me. Yes. And he says, you know, he can tell that she's mad. He's, he just wants Lois to come with him because he wants to show her something. Yeah, she, he does. And she doesn't want to go. <laughs> she's seen it already. <laughs> you can tell that she's very torn. Like, she loves Superman and wants to be with him, but she also doesn't want to be with Superman because she's mad at him. She's still pissed. I'm but sorry, Aladdin did it better. But <laughs> Aladdin did it better. He had a whole theme song and a magic carpet. <laughs> Aladdin did it better. She agrees, but says she can't be gone long. Oh, because nobody wants a cold burrito. So you're, and you're all thinking about it right my, now. My next note is magical flying. Uh huh. I t- like. The, I can show you the world because I that's what he is gonna do. <laughs> well, he takes her. Aladdin above, did it better. <laughs> he takes her above the city, and then he tells her that he can hear everything. That every day people are crying out for him. How could she say that they didn't need him? And then he apologizes for leaving her. Very specifically, for leaving her. Mm-hmm. And he says he'll take her back. And they do... <laughs> the way you said it made it sound like, okay, okay, I'll take you back, like, as a couple? He takes her back to work. <laughs> he takes her back to work. But he does it magically, and they have more magical flying. And uh, she's really digging it, but then he flies her past her house, which is where he fucked up. Yep. Because if he had just flown her straight around the city and back to the roof, he would have he would have he would have got entered a little the premises. Something. Not maybe entered the premises, but she, she definitely would have kissed. Kiss. <laughs> he would have got the kiss kiss. She but, but he would have spent oh, plenty yeah. money, and she would have been pissed. But he flew by her house, <laughs> and that and that made her remember. Oh Jennifer's wait, body callback. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wait, I hate that callback. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. I didn't hear anything. Be um, happy. And then uh, he said, "Weddy." I, mean, no, I wasn't no. listening. I didn't hear anything. I don't get it. Tony, explain. No. So no. They go to the roof. He takes her back to the roof, and she kind of leans in, like she's gonna kiss him, and he leans in, but before their lips can meet, she pulls away. Because she remembers that she's engaged and she from says, another dude. Yes. And yes. she says, Maybe. Richard is a good man, and you've been gone a long time. And she's a horrible person. And then he goes all Han Solo and says. I no. know. <laughs> and then just walks away, like which she still kind of, I think, expects him to still kiss her and I say, think he but I love cool you. Theme music as he walks but away. <laughs> he leaves. And then she goes back downstairs and uh, everybody's eating, including Clark, who's we'll a fast mover, that one. 
Well, he's the uh, second fastest person on the and planet. And Richard is like, where were you? After the flash. And her hair has gotten huge. <laughs> Thankfully. Which is, which is a right. nice touch. I got to pause you here. Now, I have a question for you, Tony. Yes, now. sir. So, the Flash is obviously the fastest. Yes. So, is Wally West or Superman second fastest? Well, who are you talking about as Flash? You mean Barry? Who, who yeah, the hell is Wally fastest. West? <laughs> <laughs> who's who's fast? I, I mean, think Jay Garrett might be the fastest Flash. You think Jay Garrett is faster than Barry He's the original Allen. Flash. Well, I understand that. Yeah. I think he's the fastest. But is I don't he know. the fastest? I think they all pull from one speed force. So I think it depends on how many speedsters are activated. Yes, but Wally's definitely faster than... He's <laughs> not faster than well, Barry. Wally can Barry. run... Well, no. Barry can run through time. Right. Wally has to use the treadmill. Right. So Barry's fast. Wait, so what? these and other complicated things that Elaine doesn't understand. <laughs> they... But Ben does. But Ben does. <laughs> and Ben right now is yelling, Wally West? <laughs> I don't even know who Wally West is. All right, so... Kid Flash. I makes those words meant nothing. So <laughs> Flash Kid. <laughs> so Richard wants to know where she's been. She says she was getting some air, and Richard goes, Tell the truth. Were you, Were smoking? you smoking? She said, Nope. And she lies again and says no. She's a no, big fat. She lie. didn't smoke. She finally Technically it's true. <laughs> Did you smoke? Nope. Okay. I pseudo cheated on you though. <laughs> so <laughs> Then it's the next day, a couple days. We don't know how much time has passed, but we find out that the Pulitzer Awards are that night. They're and still writing stories about the blackout and the and Superman returning. So, so it's not that long. Yeah. <laughs> but Superman apparently decides to check in at the for, at the home fort, his home fortress, fortress of, of solitude, solitude and finds out that too. somebody has pillaged his house. Someone got all of his crystals. Which maybe he should have locked the door or made a door. And they, no, this, and they also got the Doobie Brothers this, cassette and their remote control. This brought on a conversation between Tony and I about security systems of any sort. <laughs> because this is 2006. Security's a thing. It's not like, in like Tony was saying, in like the original movies, people didn't have worry so much about that and there were no security systems and surveillance knots you would well, think something as technologically advanced as kryptonian stuff would at least had a retinal scan something all right let, let me stop you here and say that they fixed this problem in man of steel that's remember true. how they have they have that robot that'll attack your shit unless you yeah. have yes. a little key mm-hmm. so, i just i just if you have crystals that will destroy all of earth if they get wet like rained on you know, like, like like gremlins yes <laughs> Can I just now made that. <laughs> I just now made the Gremlins Kryptonian crystal connection, and I'm interested if those are interconnected Which, somehow. What's funny is one in the middle is called Gizmo. We don't know where Gremlins came from. Maybe it's from Krypton. Just thinking that. Maybe it's Maybe. from Krypton. All right, we're not so from it's always after midnight somewhere. So what do you feed <laughs> a, a Mugwai? And where do you feed them? Is this on Eastern time? I don't know. This is my question. Um, last watch. Like, where do they live that never touch sunlight? <laughs> they obviously don't draw their power from the sun. Um, no. Kryptonian cave dwellers. Well, they unless might... maybe the yellow sun kills them. Maybe the red sun on Krypton didn't. What about <laughs> yellow kryptonite? How does that affect Maybe, Maybe that's why they got to stay out of the sunlight, because the red sun on Krypton kept them from turning into gremlins. But now that they don't have the effects of the red sun, they have to be careful because that is... Carly, you tracking all this? I don't know. So, Unfortunately, no. yes. <laughs> There's a test later. But uh, Lois, deci- Lois finally finds out where the epicenter is and... Dis- and she No, no, she got a fucking street address. She didn't get the epicenter. <laughs> she got a fucking street she address. She finally <laughs> found out where it was located. So then she, oh my God, remembered that she has to pick up her son from school. Because she's also... Oh, a, yeah, I got a kid. Not only is she a terrible person, she's a terrible mom. And she's such a great mom 
that she takes her son with her to investigate oh the epicenter God. of an EMP. I was EMP. so pissed off this whole time. <laughs> I was like yelling at the TV. If there was, if you would look up <laughs> self-centered person in the, in the dictionary, you get a picture of Lowell's fucking. She could have left it with Jimmy, <laughs> or well, her father's probably working, I guess. But but yeah, still. But they're all coming to the event later. Yeah. <laughs> but but so. she's being all secretive about the fact that she's even investigating the blackout because she was told not to. Justifiably, if I were her boss, I would tell her not to. Yeah. Too. But but Richard would surely know that she's still investigating it, and he doesn't yes. seem to have a problem with it. But, so, she's all glammed up for this event, because obviously she's cutting it close, because she really has to get this interview. And <laughs> sees what looks, like, what looks mm-hmm. like an abandoned mansion, and then she hears some music and sees a big-ass yacht, and decides that it's okay to trespass. And her son even asks, are we trespassing? And she says, yes. Terrible so. Person. She, and she starts the boy the up on a life of crime. Yes, she, she wouldn't did. let him. She wouldn't let him stay in the car. She instead <laughs> drags him on some stranger's boat. And the boat leaves, and this is um. Well, well, they don't find any. They don't find anybody. They're looking all around. They're looking all around, and they go in a room, and she, she feels like the vibrations, and she looks out a porthole and sees that the boat is taken off, and she freaks out. And this is where her son says, I like, what does he say? I like the blonde one or something. And she sees there's a wall of toupees. This instantly freaks her out because the only person on the entire planet who owns a wall of toupees is obviously Lex Luthor. (laughs) (laughs) Or um, the saint, maybe. I don't know. And uh, somebody going through chemo. (laughs) (laughs) And um, whose name is Simon? We see. um, So she's like, oh, no, we got to get out of here. And she starts to leave, but then they turn, and oh no, Lex Luthor! Who's a good person, taking care of his dental hygiene. Mm-hmm. And uh, He's brushing his teeth, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? Jason, Jason Lane, ever the observant one, goes, you're bald. Uh, and uh, It's that supervision. She, uh, he goes, Lois Lane. They get captured. <laughs> and Lex and Lois are sniping at each other. And... Uh, and there's some good. So Lex, here. like a good citizen, holds her for the police because mm-hmm. you know he's too well, far. Well, we we flash to Perry yeah. and Richard and Clark all freaking out because Lois is missing. She won't answer her phone because when she trespassed, she left her phone in the car. Because Which, when I commit crimes, I always leave my phone in the car. Well, you should because they could track your phone. But if you're already at the address, <laughs> you might as well bring it with you because they're going to take that phone right in front of the house. All right. All right. So. This is a flip phone, isn't it? We flashback <laughs> to Lex Luthor, and he uh, decides he's going <laughs> to... Yeah. He asks her why she's there and decides that he's going to give her an interview slash lecture, uh, lecture. And, of course, he does the old cliche evil villain thing as he explains his master plan to build a new continent, mm-hmm. um, just, which will cause the destruction of most of North and South America, which Kitty seems to have not realized this up until this very point because poor Kitty is not very smart. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Fun fact. she's dating Lex Luthor. Yes. Fun fact. As the continent grew larger and larger, the only piece of the U.S. that was left was a part of California. Mm-hmm. In Lex Luthor Superman original, that was a piece of California that was going to go away. So... Boom! Make Lutherville and Otisburg. Yeah. That is a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Isn't it, though? And, um, uh, thank you, IMDb Trivia. <laughs> and she, and he's, and she's like, uh, the, you know, the people will stop him. He can't do any, you can't do this. And he's like, the rest of the world will do nothing. He'll have um, advanced alien technology, and they won't be able to do shit. And um, 
she's like, millions of people will die. And he's like, try billions. Underestimated again. And then he's like, go ahead and say it. I know you want to. And she's... You're crazy. And he's like, like no, no, not, not that. that one. The other one. And she says, Superman will never. And he says, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then Lex Luthor decides that uh, he takes a look at Jason and he goes, who's that boy's father? Meanwhile, he's holding a big old Because he had kryptonite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he, the he, kryptonite has, piece. he has the kryptonite. He's like wrong, and he's like, I've got kryptonite. And then he holds it. (laughs) Mind over muscle. Then he holds it near the kid, and nothing happens. And he's like, okay, this checks out. But he doesn't actually touch the kid with the kryptonite. It gets close enough. You get that stuff close to Superman, and he's having a bad day. I don't know. There's no ill effects. But we'll wait till later in the movie to discuss this further. (laughs) (laughs) He holds it by his face, and the kid doesn't even seem to blink. So, But... Let me hold some radioactive shit into your face. See what happens. Lex uh, puts Lois and Jason under guard and uh, then takes the crystal, uh, or he takes the, cri- the kryptonite tube and puts, the, puts a crystal in it and then they insert it into some sort of missile launcher contraption well, thing. And that's the cool thing about crystals are they take the shape of whatever they're near. Or something they like that. Take the, they take on the traits of bullshit. objects near it, so he which isn't true. Puts the kryptonite. I know. That's why I was like, I don't know what he's talking about. But <laughs> put the kryptonite around the crystal so that when it maybe it grows, if it's a kryptonian crystal, it does that. Yeah, right? he'll have a whole land mass of kryptonite. With well, and they launch that thing in a rocket, which is the second coolest rocket we've had on the podcast. First one being from the losers. losers. That's right. Good job. <laughs> so we flash to Richard. Richard's like, now that's a rocket. He, we flash. To uh, Richard, who is trying to log on to Lois's computer, and it's password protected. So he tries Jason, and it doesn't work. And he tries Richard, and he doesn't work. And Clark says, and really, try Superman. We're, we, this isn't is your the, password. Your password wouldn't just be your kid's name. <laughs> well, well, your password, password shouldn't fucking be Superman <laughs> It's so obvious. Like, can we put some numbers on there or something? You know the number one um, used password in the world? God. Password. Password. Oh. Is it still? Yep. One, two, three, four, five? That's the kind of combination you know mine is? it would put on his luggage? It's funny. That's the mine same is, I'm, I'm not going to give you the actual password that I use for most things, <laughs> but it is complete nonsense. It's just random numbers and letters that I put together and just remember that because it's not a thing. My password at work is word and then three numbers and because I have to change it every three months, I'm so I just I change, change the number every time. time. Yeah, I always change it. I have because it's one exclamation point and the two at symbol. <laughs> <laughs> Mine, uh, mine sucks because you have to change it every couple months, but then you can't use any certain of, words yeah. that you... And I was like, God damn it. Sorry. Mine's just the same word, and then there's three numbers at the end, and every time the number goes up. <laughs> it's very easy to remember that way. Someday they'll change it, and I'll be really sad. Um, I hate when you have passwords, and they have to, like... This one requires uppercase, lowercase, and mixed characters, yeah, things yeah. like that, but this one requires 45 characters long. <laughs> so, I have uh, one in the past, and my password is, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what it's for, though. It's I hate fucking long passwords. <laughs> it's my password. Lois? Easy to remember. Mm-hmm. So they're trapped in the room with the piano, and Lois tells Jason to go play piano, and then she notices that there's a fax machine. And as Jason starts to play the piano, the henchman that's in with them takes off his hat, and he has a creepy clown tattooed on the back of his head. You know the name of the song? I know the name. Is it to Joy? Nope. No. Oh, to Joy. Why is my It's not Chopsticks either. My brain isn't working. Heart and Soul. Oh, Heart and Soul. Sorry. Chopsticks is from Big. Oh, that's right. 
Dun, 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 I'm sorry. Dun, okay, it's okay, so a long dun, day. Dun. <laughs> <laughs> My brain isn't working but anymore. why this guy had a clown tattooed on the back of his head, I don't know. But he makes mm-hmm. it dance Brilliant a little tattoo. bit. And then he goes to play... Um, he plays the he plays part. He, duet part. He goes yeah. to play the piano, and Lois uses this to dun, 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 write dun, down dun, the dun, where she, the coordinates of where she's at. And then she luckily, needs help. Because luckily, they said it earlier, so you didn't mention it, but luckily, someone... Lex says, uh, when she... During the who's the father yeah. of this kid, she says, Jason, are you sure? The person that he was talking to says, yeah, we're at 70 West, 37 East, or whatever it was. Yeah. So now it she has the funny. coordinates. It was a good little plot device yeah. that but, you didn't mention. Instead so, of just standing up and screaming, Superman, help me. And Superman's like, I so hear everything. She sends right the facts for help, and this is when they fired the crystal rocket into the sea. Still not as cool as Poochie's, And but sure. it starts to glow. The water starts to glow, and a storm blows in, but the EMP goes off. And it stops the fax halfway through. And oh. then... <laughs> so she has to try to restart it, and she's panicking, and she doesn't notice that the music has kind of stopped, and the henchman catches Lois. He unplugged it. <laughs> and he beats her up a little bit, and he grabs a big geode, and he's going to smash her with a rock. And Jason throws a piano at him. He's like, and, not my mom. <laughs> and this is where the movie finally confirms that, yes, this is Superman's son. I'm still not sold on it. <laughs> well, I invite you to help us move a piano. <laughs> <laughs> he, does get the, he may have gotten the mutant gene from Cyclops. Our we don't piano know. is smaller. <laughs> I, I can, I've already moved your piano. Yeah. That is so, true. Uh, <laughs> right. so, he didn't throw it, though. I talked him out of it. Yeah, I was going to throw it across the room. He's like, I got to live here. Yeah. So some other henchmen come in and see the situation, so they lock them in the galley. Um, then they go to Which tell... kind of weird, because it's... The door with a handle, but whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But it's probably a fairly secure. And the kid threw a piano. <laughs> <laughs> well, but... she asked him, Can you get us out of here? And he's like, Nope. And then they tell uh, Lex Sorry, Luther. Mom, we got to get through. They go up there and tell Lex Luther that Brutus is dead and that he got hit with a piano. But uh, things are starting to get rough outside, and Lex is like, He's like, Where'd you put him? And they're like, We locked him in the galley. And then Lex is like, Let's get out of here. Let's go. To, and they make beat feet to the helicopter. Well, he realizes Superman's spawn is on here, and he may be able to fly around <laughs> and kill us all. Back at the Daily Planet, they find Lois's half of facts, which this is so dumb because Jimmy instantly recognizes that it's Lois's handwriting, even though the part I would says, know it anywhere. Send help, Lois is cut off. Uh-huh. So I don't. Well, he says he would know her handwriting. Anywhere. I know it's just silly. And then Richard. <laughs> oh, that's silly. Richard's like, I'm gonna go get her. I'm gonna get my plane, and I'm gonna go and find her. But Superman flies faster than Richard. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. He doesn't have to get to a plane and get so it ready he's and going. Faster than a speeding bullet. But Actually, he's got to be uh, faster going than like the speed of light. But it's a good thing that Richard he went into space. owns a seaplane because halfway out there, Superman sees that the ocean bed is cracking and it's heading straight for Metropolis. Mm-hmm. Which, so, is that, which, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, dear, but they had a map and where Metropolis is is the exact location of... New York. Bayonne, New Jersey. Okay, so... So, shout out to the Bayonne Bruiser. Bleeder. We see Lex and crew abandoning ship, and then we see Metropolis cracking like the train set in the basement of the mansion. Which had a Smallville um, little thing at the end there. There was a little sign that said Smallville. Huh. And uh, this, it's crazy, like the whole city starts to crack, and there's in, even a Superman goes to help, and then there's a gas explosion... Which he uses his cold breath to <laughs> push the gas back before it can get to a gas hub, which where all these people are working. 
But does this he doesn't go make and any fix sense. It? Because no. it seemed like he just blew on it, and, and as soon put as it the out. breath stops, the gas is still leaking. And I still <laughs> but it wouldn't stop the explosion at all. Yeah, it does. It just doesn't. Well, fire needs oxygen, so blowing on it is giving it oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. You're having the adverse effects. It's, yeah, it's a cool visual, but it. It's, again, unless this you movie blow, says fuck science. Unless you really <laughs> blow hard. It's I mean, really cool, hard. but that's not how gas fires work. So, <laughs> Well, he's a really good blower. We already figured that out. <laughs> awesome. That's not an okay sentence. And, um, See, don't make it weird. Did you drop a fish in there? What are you doing? <laughs> no, I'm eating the ice cubes as quiet as Carly's I can. digging her Hardy's cup. <laughs> this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Hardy's cup. Carly got Hardy's earlier and is digging out the ice. Okay, I want to so. eat the ice. Oh, well, enjoy that. Don't choke on it. Because if you do, we'll just have to wait for it to melt. <laughs> so, Superman's going... Superman... Is this where we get the... No. Yeah, so we no, get to yes. see this know. great... <laughs> Superman goes and saves some more people, and then uh, they've abandoned no the Daily... Pl- they've abandoned the Daily Planet, and the planet from the top of the Daily Planet has fallen off, and uh, Jimmy says, Perry, look out! And Perry looks up, and he's about to be crushed, and then Superman saves him and has dun, a very... Dun, and, in the, and in all Superman movies, when something giant is going to fall on you, you stand and look at it. Yeah. And, and go, oh my God, a few people put their few arms up over their heads like that's going to help. <laughs> no, they're the same people that drive with a mattress on their car and hold it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you know what I would do if something like that was falling? Move. Run. Yeah. <laughs> run. I would knock the, little kids over here. But, but you don't need to run because Superman is there and... Well, he has his Atlas moment. And he has his Atlas moment and then crushes somebody's car with it. Dude, that guy would be so pissed. I would be pissed off if I'm like, oh, Superman saved us all. Yeah, but he wrecked my fucking car. <laughs> he at least needs to sign it so I can sell it on eBay. <laughs> if that's he, a thing yet. He like, didn't even leave a note. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure the little gecko from Geico is going to be like, nope, sorry, we don't cover that. We don't cover Supermans. <laughs> Acts of Superman. It, well, he is Space Jesus, so is it an act of God? Ooh, that's a Maybe. deep cut right Interesting. There. All right, so then um, we're in the helicopter, and we can see the land start to emerge from the water. We'll go ahead and call that New Krypton. All right. And then we see Lois and Jason trapped in the galley, and they're very and they're trapped and they're trapped and and the kid has olives on his fingers and the kid goes and he's going to open the door watch it again he's got olives on his fingers that's <laughs> awesome and um, he goes and he's like it's all right mommy i'll open the door and he goes to open the door and you expect to see another superman moment but oh no richard's on the other side and to save them I love that cyclops and um but unfortunately, he got there just in time for a giant crystal shard to pierce the ship, and it breaks in half a la Titanic. And unfortunately, they're in the half that breaks downwards, and they fall back into the galley. Hmm. And um, I just remembered I have to pick a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be quiet for a minute here, so let me work this shit out. <laughs> so they're hanging there, kind of dangling dangling and it breaks and then they fall into the water and then water is filling up the boat and it's very scary and it's very scary and they get but they climb up the side the floor the ceiling who knows at that point and they they're they gonna get out the ceiling yep they're gonna oh, get out <laughs> but oh no the door sh- slams right in their faces and then they're trapped like knocking lois out and here's another She'd probably die moments. <laughs> she wouldn't die. But then she wakes up later and she's fine. She doesn't ever go to the hospital. <laughs> she just had a mild she's concussion. Tough. And this would not kill you getting hit with the door. Because he gets her really fast out the of the water. <laughs> um, but they start to sink. And you can see as they sink down into the water. And it's filling up. And Lois is unconscious. And... 
poor Richard and Jason are going to die. Is this the end? No. It's Superman. (laughs) And he saves them. And uh, he pulls them back out of the water. And he opens the door. And uh, he asks Richard if he has them. And Richard says yes. And he takes, Superman takes his hand. And then he just fucking lets go of the ship. And you see that they weren't at water level. They were like 20 feet in the air. (laughs) He asked them. And then Superman takes them to the plane. And Richard's like, I can't take off and this is too choppy or whatever. He's like, I got you. And Superman's like, I got you, Brosif. He's like, damn, I really wish um, Lois Lane was awake so she'd be out be cool over your new husband here. <laughs> but she, unfortunately, she misses it. Yeah. And uh, they take off. And then Superman goes up to the landmass and sees, oh, look, that looks like a fortress of solitude. Somebody's not only stolen my crystals, but also my house. And And he goes in, and uh, they're playing some cards, and uh, then we get some banter. And uh, Superman says, uh, you have something that belongs to me, and Lex Luthor says, fuck you, and punches Superman down. Yep. And then... uh, they're uh, Lois regained. We flash to the helicopter and Lo- or the seaplane. Lois has regained con- consciousness. She wants to know what happens, and she's like, "We have to turn around. He'll die." And Richard is like, "Okay," so. and they turn around. <laughs> <laughs> she she very convincingly just says, "We have to turn around or he'll die," and then Richard does. Uh, that guy needs more of a backbone. <laughs> Um, Superman, well. so as Superman lies on the ground, we get a little, we see a little vein of green and Lex explains that, uh, kryptonite runs through the whole landmass and then, uh, and you're fucked. And then his, uh, henchmen beat, uh, Superman down while Kitty cries because <laughs> at one point Superman and Kitty make eye contact and she kind of shrugs like, sorry, dude. Um, so they beat. Superman down, and they get they beat him to like the edge of a cliff. And Lex takes out the jagged shard from his pocket, and I think first he stabs him in the kidney, mm. and then he takes it out and then shanks him like right in the spine. He's like, damn. And it breaks off in Superman, and then he Maybe really he, he breaks it off. He yeah. breaks it off in Superman, <laughs> and it looks like a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> and then Superman falls off a cliff into the water. He says something like, "Fly now" or something like that, and then he says, like, "How now, so brown cow, Superman?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, then we flash to the seaplane where they're searching for Superman. And luckily, <coughs> Jason has his dad's vision and spots him <laughs> in the water. So Richard lands the plane, and then Lois, still in an evening gown, jumps in. <laughs> jumps in. I liked that evening gown. And Richard, what did Richard <laughs> think was going to happen? He was going to turn off the plane and he was going to rescue Superman? What the fuck? He, like, what did he expect? He Because he seemed shocked that she just it's opens a, the door and jumps out. Plane. Don't they have, like, those Floaties? Rings? Yeah. Something. <laughs> he didn't work out the logistics. He was in a rush. So I think maybe, I don't know, because I don't know their relationship. But I think perhaps because of the way she's dressed and the evening, she just regained consciousness. Perhaps he thought she would pilot while he <laughs> jumped in to save Superman. I'm going to go with a big old negative on that, Carly. But he takes her out in this plane all the time. They're just sitting on the water. All she has to do is not let it die. She did She did tell Superman on the roof that Richard takes her out flying all the time. And Superman did very modulely say, he doesn't fly like me. <laughs> and, um... But, I'll allow it. So, <laughs> but so they rescue Superman and they pull him in the plane, which 
probably was harder than it looked. Um, <laughs> well, if he weighs 2,000, and they make <laughs> And they make a daring flight 2, out of... 2,225. Okay. <laughs> they make give a, or take. They make a daring flight out of the crystals. Yeah, give or take a Dairy Queen. It doesn't look Almost like they're going to make it, but... And then Lois... Uh, Lois finds the kryptonite as she examines Superman all over mm-hmm. and yeah, pulls it out of him. <laughs> and this helps Let Superman... Let me check this area again. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Superman comes too, and he's like, and he's like, "Thank you for rescuing me," and goes to leave. And she's like, "Where are you going?" And he's like, "I have to go back." And they're like, "She's like, and there's another robbery." (laughs) She says, "Where are you going?" He says, "I have to go back." And she says, "You're hurt." And he says, "So, bye, Lois," and dips because this time he said goodbye. So first, he flies up above the clouds to recharge in front of the sun and does space, Jesus. Yes, he does. <laughs> and then... <laughs> he totally does. He does. He space Jesus in the show. He's, he does space Jesus. And then he uses his heat vision to fly through the water into the bedrock, which I'm not really sure what he's, what's happening with that. He's I don't like, know. I'm not Mr. Flintstone, but I can like make your bedrock. He was trying to break it up, like make an earthquake happen or I something. Guess something. Well, yeah, like unembedded into the bedrock. Uh, Seems yeah. very odd. Don't worry but about that. <laughs> Kitty then has a reality check and asks Lex if billions of people are really going to die, and he says yes. <laughs> and then Where's there's it a, been? I, I haven't been lying. <laughs> and then strangely enough, there's an earthquake, and Lex goes, "Get to the helicopter." No, he says, get to the chopper. <laughs> so oh, I'm they, sorry, that was something else. So they get to the chopper. And the guys are trying to grab stuff. He's like, leave everything. But, but he, he does the crystals. He does grab the crystals. Let's <laughs> not be silly now. And as they're running for the helicopter, a big pillar of crystal falls and poor Kumar bites it. Oh, all the henchmen bite it? All yeah. the henchmen bite it. All of them were under that. All of them bite it. The, and all then, of them being like three. <laughs> and then Lex, they get in the helicopter and Lex hands Kitty the crystals to hold. And you can tell she's having this total co- crisis of conscience. She has a conscious, come to space Jesus moment. And she dumps the crystals out the side of the helicopter. And he's like, what are you doing? And he goes, bitch. he's going to go and get out and get them. But it's gotten so bad they can't. They just have to take off. All right. So then Superman lifts Sarkovia up into the sky. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sarkovia. Sarkovia. He lifts Actually, Sokovia. when this happened, I said, if he drops that, it's going to like end the world. We all learned this in the Avengers movie. You have to have Iron Man and Thor. Right? <laughs> and as the bits of Earth fall off it, it exposes more and more of the kryptonite. And, and this, it starts, this starts to grow at him. I said... We'll come back to that later, because you were like, he was near kryptonite, and he couldn't do anything. This is, he's holding tons of it. <laughs> and, and it's coming out of him, and he still manages to fly it It's not space. that. <laughs> it's not just that, because we see in the hospital scene that he still has a tiny shard in him. Like, so he shouldn't have been able to do no any way of that. he's doing this. <laughs> but he pushes it up. Out of the Earth's atmosphere and pushes it out into space. Now, here's my question. He's got it. have questions beyond that? (laughs) I do. I do. Here's my question. He got it so far out into space that all he has to do is give it a gentle shove and it goes out. Mm -hmm. But yet, when he finally loses consciousness from his kryptonite poisoning, he dramatically falls back to Earth. (laughs) Why didn't he float out into space? (laughs) And, And... 
Why is it windy? <laughs> yeah, like his, important his question. Blowing. Why is it windy? Yeah, his in... cape is blowing in the breeze of space. Like, I don't no, know if you know this, how space works, this but this is not a breeze. This is, this is the <laughs> second time. <laughs> this is the second time he's in space and there's a breeze. Interesting. <laughs> I just want to know how that works. Look, these are the same people who make movies where like explosions happen in space. Let me tell you something you about space. How... There's no oxygen. You ever see There's those... no boom. You know, you see the, the movies yeah. where the girl, like you see the like, you girl, the beautiful girl, and there's like the fake wind that space ruffles her hair space. as no. the guy gazes at her dreamily. I guess Superman's so dreamy that there's always, a, there's always a wind machine. He's like, always a wind machine. He, he looks at her and says, don't you dare close um, your eyes. But seriously, I cannot, I cannot handle that he was that you can't falling handle? the kryptonite What's funny into is, space. I was okay with that, but as soon as there was wind in space, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> There's he, no wind in space. He falls to Earth and creates a big hole, but not a big enough hole in a park. And then they yeah, that would make a really big boom. He weighs two thousand pounds. <laughs> He's, dead. He's pretty dense. We're just big gonna boom. keep on with big, that. Ba- big bada boom. Big bada boom. Big bada boom. All right, so he's Dallas take it to the hospital, and then they find the shard of kryptonite, and they remove it. And once they remove it, his skin becomes impermeable instantly, and they can't put an IV in his arm. Well, he's got a healing factor that makes Wolverine go nice. Yes, but they don't open. They should have opened the blinds on his hospital room so he could get that good. Or they could have just took yeah. the kryptonite and held it over by his arm and stuck it in there. That's <laughs> true. That's true. But. Is really he alive or is he thing. dead? We just don't know. Yeah, we do. We know that Doomsday killed Superman, not Lex Luthor. We we don't know that. No, we know that. We know that. But we don't <laughs> know that. He's died multiple times in the comics. Hasn't so he? no, we see really. no? just once. So we see Perry looking at a everybody else dies a lot. Just, a him. newspaper <laughs> cover that says Superman is dead, and then he backs up and we see Superman is alive, and we and he likes to be prepared. Mm-hmm. And Lois, well, it's a smart thing to do if you're him. You gotta hedge your bet. Richard is talking to Lois and asking her if she's okay, and she's just like, "I don't know what I am," and he offers to take her to the hospital. So Lois and Jason and Richard all go to the hospital, but when they get there, it's so crowded because everybody's standing vigil for Superman that he drops her off. They leave him in the car because he's a good dude. This Richard, he knows that he cannot compete with Superman. <laughs> Who the fuck can? He couldn't compete with Wolverine. He sure as hell can't compete with Superman. Yeah, he's had he's had a bad luck with the ladies. I, <laughs> I think she liked Wolf, Cyclops better than Wolverine. Yeah, she even yeah, she, she chose did. him. She yeah, she, she did she she murdered him, but she didn't choose him. <laughs> she didn't murder him. She disintegrated him. She annihilated. Then him. Wolverine killed her. So there's a whole like another it's an interesting level. triangle. Like you think there's murder like domestic triangle. violence, and then there's what she, what she did. All right, a whole so. Level. They get so Lois Lane is so super awesome that her and Jason get to go into the hospital room. And he's in a coma, I guess. And she says that she goes over to Superman and starts talking to him. I hear that people can, they say that people can hear things and I have something I want to tell you. And she leans over and whispers in Superman's ear that I assume Jason is her son. That's what I think that yeah, Jason is your son. Which I think that, baby. I think that that's what she whispers. And she probably also tells him that or she it loves could be, him. could be, you don't get up on so while Lois is, <laughs> <laughs> I hope they can hear that because sometimes I can't hear the shit Tony says. Uh, <laughs> in his ear, Deadpool's cooler than you. <laughs> but so, uh, Lois whispers as Lois is talking to Superman. Jason is looking at Superman's suit, which has been cleaned and folded on the chair. I hope they mended up the rip from the kryptonite. Um, I don't know. Well, what it's a special he, space polymer. Is that, there some <laughs> nurse that has access to that? 
to a needle and thread because his suit is probably just cotton. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> no, this is Kryptonian um, but nanotechnology. It heals itself. Then Lois, <laughs> after Lois whispers, you know, sweet nothings or... Sounds like this. Nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> I just want you to know oh, I'm a vegetarian, sweet. whatever it was. Um, then she kisses him. And when she does kiss him, his heart rate increases for a moment. And then she says, let's go. And then before they leave, Jason runs over and kisses Superman on the head. Because this is his dad and he knows it's his dad. Because <laughs> Jason is not dumb. And um, then we flash. Then they leave. And, like, the reporters are all, like, trying to get him to talk. But they just, she doesn't say anything. They just leave. Then we flash to Kitty and Lex, who are stranded on a tiny little island. Mm-hmm. Tiny. With like seven tiny. coconuts? Six. Well, six. six. <laughs> Shit. And, uh, and a Pomeranian. Poor, and yeah, which Lex is going to eat. Um, And then we see back at the hospital, a nurse goes in to get Superman, but he's not there. <gasps> he's woken up. He's escaped out the window, like you do. He could probably just walk out. They wouldn't stop him. And then Lois is at home, and she's staring at her laptop screen, and she's trying to write a story about why she needs Superman. Why the world needs Superman. Why she needs Superman. <laughs> but Being she negative can't. is so much easier. She wrote that shit, didn't even bat nine. Now she has a title and can't do shit with it. And uh, Clark, we see uh, Jason up in bed sleeping, and I yeah. love the camera shot here of Superman in the shadows because he looks like like Christopher Reeve. And he comes out of the shadows, and he says, you will be different. Sometimes you'll feel like an outcast, but you'll never be alone. You will make my strength your own. You will see my life through your eyes, as your life will be seen through mine. The son becomes the father, and the father becomes the son. Now, didn't Jarrell say this? Yes, yes, he did. He's quoting... And then the kid goes, ah, there's a monster in my room. <laughs> Big fucking alien. <laughs> and then he smiles at his son, and, um, you know... He leaves, and as he leaves, Jason wakes up, and then we flash, and we see Lois has gone outside for another, I just can't handle my shit, I need a cigarette moment, Mm -hmm. and um, as she goes to light her cigarette, Jason yells out the window, good night, and then she looks, and there's Superman, and then she says, uh, will we see you around, and then he says, I'll always be around, good night, Lois, the end. All right, well, okay. All right, so, yay, nay, may, bay, John. Why do I always have to go first? I don't know. Fine, Tony. Why do I always have to go first? You don't. (laughs) Usually I have Carly go first because she shits on my movies the most. (laughs) And I try to go in order of the people that I think will like it the most. I always try to end with you, Tony, because you and I tend to have similar tastes. I try to end with Tony, too, because he's usually on board with my movies. (laughs) (laughs) And we like to end on a positive note. Tony's been too nice. I always always start with Carly and end with Tony. (laughs) I do as well, usually, unless I know that John... Carly's like ripping the Band-Aid off fast. (laughs) So this time we're going to start with Tony and end with Carly. So go, Tony. All right, favorite character, uh, Luther. Okay. Least favorite character... Whatever Parker Posey's character was. Kitty. <laughs> um, favorite favorite scene is the when he saves the airplane. Favorite line is the Jarrells. They can be a great people, Kal-El. They wish to be. They mm-hmm. only like to like to show them the way. Blah blah blah. Um, what else is there? Favorite tertiary object. Um, uh, Jason's breather, inhaler. The inhaler. 
What was the other thing we had to know? Nothing. Favorite Lois Lane. Oh, John, favorite Lois John Lane. wants to know what your favorite Lois Lane. I like Lois Dana Lane. Delaney from the animated series. Wow. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Let's see. Final thoughts? Yay, nay, may, bay. I will. Mm. <laughs> I will oh, mm. Tony. That sounds like a may, bay. <laughs> I oh, will... good. I did start with the person who's going to shit on it. <laughs> I will uh, nay this movie. Wow. I, I'm surprised there. I actually am. I'm not right. surprised. Why don't you them. like this? You watch it with me. <laughs> I don't like this movie because I don't quite understand what this is supposed to be. Um, it's five years, but that happened in 1980. But this is 2006. What? I don't understand the timeline. That's the little thing. There's all kinds of like weird things in it. Um... I don't. So I, he, Tony's not really okay with interspecies mating. Interspecies. <laughs> well, no, because he was human when he slept with her. He yeah. took his powers away, so he, he was basically human. He was still an alien. He had alien DNA. <laughs> well, I mean, he wasn't Superman. It took his he powers his away. Powers, but he ripped his he... body apart and put his body back together. I assumed he was human, and then he, you know, gave her the super D, and then <laughs> got turned back into Superman, and then she has this whatever's going on with this kid, but um. I don't know, it's it's kind of a weird anomaly, this movie, because it doesn't really fit with the ones before it, and it doesn't really fit with the stuff after it. I don't know. So if it you, if, like if it. You, I'm not really a fan of it. Okay, you're incorrect. Uh, going, out to, <laughs> going out to John. My favorite character is also Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Lois Lane. And it's not the actress... You it's the character like Lois Lane. He does she's, not like Lois Lane. Lois Lane's a terrible person in every single... Every time that she's in something, she's terrible. Mm-hmm. She's always a problem, always causes all kinds of problems, and always has Superman get her out of it. <laughs> so, Lois Lane, please be written better. <laughs> My favorite scene is when Lex Luthor is saying, come on, say it. I know you want to say it. And he's like, you're crazy. He's like, no, not that, not that. The other one, the other one. Come on, give it, give it. Superman's like, wrong! I've always loved that scene. Very great, very great. It's good. Uh, my favorite line is, to the primitive mind, any sufficient advanced technology would be ind- indistinguishable from magic. Arthur that is Clark. a famous Arthur C. Clarke quote when he said, any sufficient advanced technology is indis- indistinguishable from magic. Um, my favorite Lois Lane is Terry Hatcher mm. from Lois and Clark. And I will maybay this movie. Mm-hmm. It is a slight maybay, just above the nay. Ooh. Just, just above, above just nay. above the nay. You don't <laughs> have to quite rate the... your maybay. You would just <laughs> not give quite the tibia, bay. but the nay. Okay, just above the nay, <laughs> below the elbow. And the reason I, I do that is because um, this is a bunch. This is like a Frankenstein movie. And what I mean by it, they took different parts of other scripts and all put them together and was like, here's your movie. There's some good parts. A lot of it is doesn't make sense with the rest of the movie. Some of it's really good. Some of it is really bad. Some of it's like what the plane scene is. Probably one of the better scenes in all of the Superman movies. It's, you know, what I mean, it's pretty amazing. It's interesting, but but you can see where this was a bunch of different people's ideas that didn't quite go together. So I may bay it. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I think we know how she feels about the movie. <laughs> I had to buy this for her twice in a week. How do you think she felt about it? Well, she said she might have had a Jason X moment where she thought she liked it and rewatched it again, but I don't think a we Jason can. Jason X. Uh, <laughs> what do you? Yeah. My favorite character is also Lex Luthor. I didn't care for his plot, but I loved his lines and his acting, and I thought he did a good job with what he was given. 
Um, my least favorite character is Jimmy Olsen. I have no... You're not missing anything. Memories of him. <laughs> really? or Most of the Superman stuff I watch is Justice League stuff, so he's not there. He doesn't fit. <laughs> That's true. And I was like, that dude's annoying. He just follows him around. Yes. <laughs> Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. He's like if Peter Parker didn't wasn't sup, wasn't <laughs> Spider-Man, but yeah. just actually followed Spider-Man around. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Olsen is Very Peter true. Parker without superpowers. My so, what are you saying? Is Spider-Man is his own Peter, um, Jimmy Olsen? Yes. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> he does say Peter Never thought of, of that. <laughs> Never thought of that. Oh, my favorite scene is on the boat when the kid starts playing the piano and the uh, henchman dude joins him and makes his tattoo dance. And I just thought it was completely unexpected that the dude would sit down next to him at the piano. and he see, Yeah, he makes that <laughs> tattoo dance. It's all creepy. And you're like, what's happening? What but, was this dude in prison for? But at the same for? time, it Heart was so sweet. Like yeah. him sitting down and playing the Heart piano with him. My favorite line <laughs> is Lex Luthor said, I would trade 300,000 coconuts and every ounce of your blood for a quart of gasoline. When they're on the island. On the tiny island where they're going to burn up and die? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have no water. Superman will Like, five it. coconuts, and I doubt it. He might save Kitty. Yeah. If they know that they're there. Superman well, hears everything. Yeah. He My explains it. My favorite tertiary object is the crystal that Lex Luthor keeps looking at. Oh, I didn't do, I didn't do my favorite tertiary <laughs> object. What's your favorite tertiary object? The Gertrude. The boat. The boat. That's, the boat. That's a nice boat. I thought about picking the plane. You know what? If you <laughs> I thought to, about picking the plane, too. If you have... Wait till you hear mine. If you have to send your son out to sea on a boat, you could do a lot worse than picking the Gertrude. It's a nice, it's a nice boat. That is true. Lois Lane. Um, I am also going to maybe this movie. You're also wrong. <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> That's not my voice. You do a terrible Elaine. <laughs> oh, my favorite Lois. I honestly, I, like I said, I don't know a huge amount about Lois. But from what I understand about Lois is that she's like super cocky, super bitchy. She's going to get the story. She's going to get what she wants. And I didn't buy this way. Like the whole movie, especially when she brought her kid on that boat. I was like, no, 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 <laughs> no. You, and I kept saying, hashtag you, not my Lois. <laughs> do you have a favorite Lois? Probably Terry Hatcher. Terry Hatcher. Even though I, I never really watched that show, but in my head, when I think of Lois Lane, that's So you have no of. permanent reference. You're like, no, I just believe that that actress would have done it better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> She's a good Lois. She was a good Lois, though. She was a great Lois. That was a great show. I'll also allow if someone wants to pick Lana Lane instead. Mm. But not, uh, what's her name? This The sex cultist <laughs> from Smallville. No, not uh, her. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah. So, oh, man. <clears throat> My favorite character is Superman. Brandon Roth. Okay. I think Brandon Roth. You called is... him creepy the whole movie. <laughs> That's not his fault. That's not. That's I love him. <laughs> I love this character. I think Brandon Roth did a fantastic job. I thought he was a good Superman. He was a great Superman. Yeah. He did. It was a very well done character. It had life to it. Sometimes Superman can be really wooden, and I think he had life to it. And I enjoy his Superman more than Christopher Reeve's Superman. What about new Superman? I actually like Brandon Roth better, wow. but I do. Than Henry Cavill. Cavill no, I do like, like Henry Cavill. Cavill, better. that's it. <laughs> I like Henry Cavill as an actor, and I think he's great in everything I've seen him in. I loved him in Count of Monte Cristo. I think he's fantastic, but I I like this Superman better. Yeah. I like wow. Henry he Cavill is a little too manly to be 
to have that boy's charm of Superman. And he like, wasn't. <laughs> like, I think that might be why he's I like him. He's, <laughs> he's a hunk and a half. He is a man. He's a, <laughs> he's a sexy man. But, there's a, but he's not charming. There's, there's a charmingness and a boyishness, an innocence of, to Superman that he just you can't bring to the character. It's alarming how charming Brandon Roth is. <laughs> Yeah. It's a little disarming. Really, and he's and this actor, he's Especially just when he's farming. He has that. That's just part of him. Like when on Legends of Tomorrow, he's fantastic as Adam. He's my favorite character on that show. And I don't even that I like that. What about show. Kid Flash? I don't know who that, that is. is. <laughs> Wally West. I know, but damn it, we're watching the Legends of Tomorrow as soon as we're done with it. Hurry up! I don't always pay attention, but when I when he's when, but he has that same quality. What I do is when Brandon Roth is in on. that. I think it's just part of him as an actor. And I'm glad that he's has a good career after this. By the way, I'm about to stop you real quick. It's my favorite line that he ever did on Legends of Tomorrow uh-huh. was when Supergirl was on, and he goes, "Wow, she looks like my cousin." It's pretty. Funny. I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> my least favorite character is Stanford. Which was Cal Penn because I just kept oh, so wanting him to be. Stanford. I kept wanting him to be a sidekick and he wasn't. That's nice. And That's even though I've seen it a bunch of people a bunch of times, I still every time I want him to be a sidekick and he's just not. So he's my least favorite character. That's your least favorite. I can character. understand he this. He didn't really do he, much. He that was the problem. He yes, was just that's there. That's why he's my least I favorite. I really was like, is he a robot? Is he I mute? Didn't, I don't understand I really, his character at all. He was high. Is he a clone? <laughs> Another thing, I've only seen three scenes from the show Supergirl, and one of them was them getting the key to open the Force of Solitude that weighs 18 suns or whatever. Well, <laughs> the thing about it is, this is, he's not just generic henchman. If he was just a generic henchman, you wouldn't even notice. But... He sticks out, and he yeah. and they do nothing he with him. He was big at that. He was getting kind of big. Yeah, he was though. getting he kind of big. Was he on House then? Uh, I, don't, right I don't remember House, when House but, was because we watched it on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> but if they had just had generic henchmen, you wouldn't even notice. But I kept wanting him to be more, even though I've seen this a bunch of times. Yeah. My favorite scene is uh, the I Can Show You the World magic nice. carpet ride. I love that. I just think it's magical and romantic, and I love it. And. <laughs> My uh, favorite tertiary object is Riley, the camera dude. The guy, in, one of the henchmen is like vlogging Lex's life. He's oh, always yeah. in the background oh, yeah, yeah, taking yeah, yeah. camera footage. That's my favorite tertiary object is that dude recording. <laughs> That's a good one. It just was really funny. And you just would notice him in the background and it was. All right. All right so... so I'm going to give this movie a yay. Hmm. We I think it's. You picked it. You're not Tony. <laughs> and you've been disagreeing with us as we may be. <laughs> I thought there are a couple of scenes where I can see it were where I can see that they left in from the original uh, Jude Law version of the script, but I don't think it's disjointed. I think it feels like a very complete movie, and I think it flows really well. I think there's purpose and thought and. Yes, the real estate plot is a little hokey, but mm. it's a Superman movie. It's a superhero movie, and they sh- are supposed to be hokey. <laughs> when, like, they're not supposed to make complete sense because they're a fantasy. And when they make too much sense, then nobody likes them. And I haven't made the movie yet. I, uh, <laughs> I really enjoyed I it. I like it a lot. Um, I tend to think that DC movies are very underrated as a whole. And I think that... There was some nostalgia for me this, and it did, and it did harken back to a different type of movie that you don't see now, and more. It I feel like it's more lighthearted, but not in like a comedic way like the Marvel movies are, but just kind of a more 
lighthearted plot. It's not nine million nine elevens. Yeah, which so, is the trend today, and a lot of like the Batman movies, the DC movies got really dark. There, I also while. really enjoy that though because I like a dark Batman. Yeah, but. Not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> it's so dark. Are you a DC character? But Superman Superman is supposed to be lighter, and I enjoy this. And yeah. I just think it's a good movie, and I think that everybody should watch it, because uh-huh. it's better than you think it is. Carly? Hello. <laughs> Hi. What was in that ice? <laughs> a little bit of tea? A little bit of tea. I needed some tea. Okay. Uh, Find so us. please find us at facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast on Twitter at unmovie podcast and on Instagram at unmovie podcast dogs. You can email unmovie podcast at gmail.com and please subscribe, rate, review, and listen to all our past episodes. I just want to say that I'm impressed with Carly does it every week without having to read it and Tony has to have his note <laughs> or he'll I will, fucking die. <laughs> I want to say earlier when you said I don't have a movie yet. Uh-huh. I just finished listening to Tango and Cash the other day in the car. You was on Tango and oh, Cash? Oh, I know. I'm super behind. But in that one, Tony goes, oh, I don't have a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you did a little callback without intending to. <laughs> Still, I'm, I'm, I'm skirting the line. You know what? I thought you were going to do Justice League. I'm going to let Carla decide. Oh, God. Oh, oh no. shit. Have I heard or I'm gonna seen give you two the movie movies. I'm going to give you two movies. One of them you've heard of and you've seen. One of them you've never heard of. Oh, interesting. But all I'm going to give you is the title. I'm not giving you anything else, okay? Okay. So, next week on the podcast is my pick. It's either going to be... Actually, Carly's pick. (laughs) (laughs) My birthday is coming up. Warrior or Justice League? Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I really never have heard of Warrior. (laughs) I know. You have no idea what it's about. You have no... I'm giving you just titles. Can, Can I... Weigh in at all? No, I think you just did. <laughs> Warrior or Justice League? That's all you get. Like you have Justice a... League, like the movie that just came out. Yes. That's all I'm giving you. Yeah. Oh. 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 All right, we're gonna go to something I'm not seeing. We're gonna go with Warrior. God damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> 2011's Warrior. I wish you guys could have held up signs. Story. <laughs> she gave uh, you a sign. And it opened up your eyes. You, no, you're going to like this because it stars Tom Hardy. I do like Tom Hardy. Did you see the Venom trailer? Uh, I no, have not. I don't watch trailers. We're going to watch him here <laughs> in a minute. asking him. But as soon as we're done with this, we'll do that. So, I'm surprised. I really thought you were going to pick Justice the, League. I have not I really watched the Venom trailer because I don't watch trailers either. But all I see like constantly is that clip of like the smile. Yeah. It's everywhere. Which is the big ending of the trailer. I don't know why they show that clip as the picture for everyone. I just hope that's not the best part of the movie. Did you guys go see Avengers yet? We'll see it tomorrow. Tomorrow? Very excited about it.